And what is this independence of yours except the private grievance of Massachusetts? Why is it always Boston that breaks the king's peace? My dear Congress, you must not adopt this evil measure. It is the work of the devil. Leave it where it belongs in New England. Yeah. 666, baby. It's the sign of the beast. This We're in New England. Government. This is the government hot at work. Who said that? That was the South Carolina guy? That was Congress. That was, uh, I believe that was uh, Mitch McConnell. Oh, he called, oh, this the, is, he you... called us the devil. Oh, and nevertheless. I don't nevertheless, necessarily disagree. Nevertheless, the devil persisted. Uh, I don't know what that means. <laughs> I That's do. a loaded statement I do. this I'll, year. I'll explain it to you after that. Um, well, you know, I got about an hour and 15 minutes all for right. you. Well, let's just spend it all on this one little thing. So okay. Elizabeth Warren at one point had said something. Here's the theme. Two boys in a balcony, in a balcony, a balcony. And we're back. We are back. We never left. Two boys in a balcony. We're here. It's the New England Film Podcast. It's the me, only, Sean Sullivan. The only film podcast that deals with uh, films based in and around New England, as far as I know. We're the only one brave enough. The only one brave enough. Well, the only no, one that cares. Else. Everybody else is no. watching movies about California and Florida. Yeah, Why? nobody else has got a, a spreadsheet with the Donnie Wahlberg classic Southie written in it. I bet uh, the, the to Wal- be scheduled. I bet the chef at Wahlberg is does because he's got to put him in there to work a shift every every once in a are while. Are you are you suggesting that Donnie Wahlberg is doing so bad he's got to pick up chefs? No, I'm not saying he's doing bad. I'm just saying he's family. And when like a waiter or a waitress calls oh, him yeah. line cook, yeah. you got to call yep. in family. Yeah, and family is so important. I know that because uh, all the Fast and the Furious movies that I'm watching. Oh, you still doing those? I love them. What Family's are you up here. to? What are you up to now? Uh, I just finished Fast Five. Uh, but, but what wait are they, a second. Like Fourteen of them. Uh, there's eight of them, and then nine, and then ten are to, to come. Plus yeah, spinoffs in a like, cartoon series. I said like fourteen. It, it is like fourteen. Ten is like fourteen, and so much as they're both numbers. But fucking, uh, fucking math leader over here. Dude, guess what we've got going on today? Are you you're th- thinking, asking me to guess? Or you're, uh, telling you're thinking, you're looking at your podcast app, your Stitcher, your, uh, your uh, WhatsApp, what's your what's, what's pod, up? what's what's app? What's li- they probably you, do podcasts on there. Up. Listen up. Snap, com. Snapchat. Airing <laughs> it on the Hoopla. Maybe you get it at the library. You listen to the yeah, Hoopla. Yeah, we are. We are hooked into the Southern New England library system. Uh, old Colony Library Network has all the latest podcasts. Yeah, and if and if your local library doesn't have this podcast, talk to the librarian. They can get it from another podcast. It's us and it's bird talk. From another library, not another podcast. That's insane. <laughs> but you're looking at the title and you're going, two, two Boys in a Balcony, my favorite podcast. And they're, oh, today they're talking about 1776. Which uh, is something assume... nobody has ever heard of. <laughs> Yeah, it must be must be a, a filmic adaptation of the events, but it says in parentheses with 
special guest. Did they get George Josh? Washington? <laughs> did, did we get George Washington? Did we get George Washington Toma to come down here and do did the they, podcast? There's always a George Washington Toma to talk to. That is, I don't even know if Josh is going to get that reference because he's a North Shore boy. Local. I don't. It's very local. That George Washington Toma is a series of three stores yeah. on the South Shore that sell appliances. <laughs> They're appliance stores, and Josh, they do not sponsor us, and yet we're talking about them on the pod. We love them. I bought a dryer from them about four weeks ago. <laughs> There's always a Toma to talk to. Everything's dry. Yeah. They go in. They would have. They would have commercials, local commercials, <laughs> with uh, a guy standing. Oh, he's always given a press conference. And it was always about the great savings at George Washington Toma. <laughs> Crazy. If you want a washer, dryer, stove. Dishwasher. Dishwasher. T- television. That's. No, I didn't see television. They sell televisions at Toma. Not at the Brockton location, right, my friend. Dude, you got to go to Weymouth sometimes. I never would. I never would. Ever? No. They have a hospital. I would go to Brockton Hospital. Yeah, but they have the they have the Data Farm Cancer Center now. I would have to drive by two hospitals to get to the Weymouth Hospital to South Shore Hospital right. and the Rata Network. That's not going to help me. I'm yeah, gonna get, that uh, sucks. I came all the way here and I'm out of network. One of my favorite tropes in podcasts is when they finally reach episode. What are we at? Sixty-seven. <laughs> And they finally have a guest on that someone may possibly have heard of or could help their numbers in any way. Oh, shit. It is and George And instead Washington. of letting them talk, <laughs> we just make them sit here and listen to us talk about regional appliance stores. I, I assume Are the th- people who listen to this podcast think it's found footage. Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> it's happened before. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's Josh Gondelman. Hey, Josh Gondelman is on the podcast. Thank you for having from, me. Uh, Introduce Twitter. six minutes in. <laughs> we gotta, we'll get better at this. No. Twitter, you know him from Instagram. <laughs> uh, he's been on the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, not, probably. Not true. Uh, Seth Meyers. I, I have been on Seth Meyers. I've been to the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. James Corden. He's been on, been on James, James Corden. Corden. Conan at midnight. At mid- yep. Getting the points. Wait, you did at <laughs> I midnight? I did at midnight. Oh, I threw that one in there as a as a goof. I, but I, was, was, on. Real... I was on with uh Man, I really with friend of the, wow. the friend of the show, Kyle Kinane. Oh yeah. Well, he's not Kinane. a friend of the show. He's a friend of yours. He's hates a, the show. <laughs> friend is the the strongest of words that I would choose to use and he probably would not, but <laughs> a guy I knew one time. <laughs> Is it a friend if you spend three hours with them every seven years? I, that's how I do most of my friendship. I haven't seen... Oh, nuts. Those are the best friends, friends, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every seven years, uh, you go, hey, I remember you. You remember me. I'll see you later. That's plenty. We just pick up. It's like it's yeah. like we never... We love each other so much, we never have to see each other. That's beautiful. But, are you I'm done naming sport. things? Or are you going to name more things? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know uh, how you on. said that to Sean, but it felt like an insult to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying all these all these things that you bet on, Josh, and never been to a uh, George Washington Toma. Never. It's just weird to me. They have three he's locations. Got, he's got Leechmere money, baby. He doesn't need to buy his appliances. I, I have oh. enough money to reopen Leechmere. <laughs> Dude. Josh lives in New York City, where if he tried to buy an appliance, he would have to ask his landlord first, I believe. Yeah, they don't let well, you I have an appliance. I recently heard that New York is done. 
Yeah, it's dead, dude. It's over. Yeah. That actually, Jerry Seinfeld. Jerry Seinfeld can. Uh, what's the deal with New York? All he wants, but it's Jerry Seinfeld not coming says back, it's baby. still good. And if if there's one person, what does he know? Yeah, if there's one th- person I believe when they give their opinion, it's someone with eight hundred million dollars who lives in a different town. <laughs> He's super. He doesn't even live in New York proper anymore. Lives, huh? I think he lives on Long Island most of the time. Like he has a residence in New York City, but yeah, I think he naps before he does spots at Gotham. Just a backup residence. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't see. I see. I see. New York City's doing these live comedy shows. I'm not seeing Jerry Seinfeld in the park. How committed to the craft could he be? Right, right. He, you know, what he, you know why? Because he's too busy writing to go up. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Jerry Seinfeld. I bet he's doing B movie three. <laughs> they skipped two. He'd have to do B movie two yeah. first. Oh, wasn't there a second B movie shot? Am I speaking out of turn with the guest talk? No, I, 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 amazingly, uh, that B movie not successful enough to warrant a whole franchise. I'm pretty sure there was another B movie, Sean. I'm going to look it up while you guys talk. Okay, good luck finding it because it doesn't right. exist. Well, Jerry Seinfeld in quarantine has upped his writing to 22 hours a day, <laughs> punctuated right. by 15-minute naps at random intervals. Um. Well, you got a power nap, you know what I mean? That's how you get through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't imagine him. His he's got kids, right? He must have children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got a young wife, so he's probably got young kids too, right? I don't know how old they are. I wonder. I'm always curious how invested Jerry Seinfeld is in the parenting of his children because he does not like he talks about it. He's not going to talk about being a dad on stage. No, I don't think he's not ever. When you get these observations. I don't think he's ever said anything about his, himself or his own. Hey guys, wife. welcome no, really? to DCF Corner, our favorite part of the belt. This is where we talk about other people's children. Usually. We- <laughs> Usually we'll talk about Sean's kids. Nah, Jerry Seinfeld's kids. These kids. Sean, you still have them, right? Yeah, for now. Hey, they uh, made uh, three B movies. There's no way. Yeah, there's B movie, uh, then B movie two, and then uh, three, the, the third uh, B movie, the, the third one. They call what it you're saying 3B, to me? Three B. These are these are all. This is all fiction, Bill. B movie. Oh, wait a minute. One of these is a video game. And one of these is Aquila in the beer. Yeah, one of them was a video game, and apparently the other one... Oh, it's that it Ladybugs, the, the, uh, the soccer Jonathan movie. Brandis. The soccer movie yeah. with Rodney Dangerfield. They're... Dreamworks. I don't. I honestly don't. Bill, Josh, how often do you watch films? Because I'm in the market for a new co-host. <laughs> I watch a movie yeah, whenever I think I'm... He's, I, I think he's beyond you at this point. Josh, whenever, whenever I'm assigned to watch one for a podcast, it's <laughs> basically it lately. <laughs> Um, Whenever they say, "Hey, there's a 45-year-old musical," we mm-hmm. I've seen yeah, this so, before well, too. Hey, first in, fa- oh, in uh, in school, yeah, I would assume. In, in like yeah, this grade. is not one that you're going to seek out on yourself. You yeah. did see this before? Uh, I did. I've seen it before. We also gave you a list. This you chose to do this, so this is whatever whatever hell you've created for yourself is you did. It's it. my fault. You didn't do it. I didn't remember how long it was. So long. It's so long. It's in but it's like real a time. Broadway musical, right? right. But it's, it's like in real time. Like it's so. the entire year 1776 in real time. <laughs> <laughs> At least it's not 2020. No. Right. No. Hey, can you imagine the musical about that? Hello. Coronavirus. <laughs> I just started singing. <laughs> I don't Dang, stop. Dude, I, I didn't know. I. We got a preview right there. Look at that. Huh? Josh Goneman. So. Uh, Taking a leave of absence. Jesus and Marrow, that's another thing he did. Still do. Well, you didn't do it. You still do it. That's your day job. Did. I don't, you shouldn't. Uh, my, my stupid face is on tonight's episode. Oh, yeah? yeah. 
What, uh, you know, when Carrie, this is coming yeah, out, coming uh, out after. yeah, after, but, uh, boy, was that funny. We loved it. <laughs> <laughs> Josh just gave us a little sneak peek. It was pretty good. It was very good. No, I mean, uh, I'm not, I'm not, I don't appear. It's literally just my face because Marrow said I look like, uh, the dumb idiot who's, who called Donald Trump Donald John president in the roll call from Ohio. <laughs> oh, that was and a good <laughs> moment. Marrow called and him also evil you do Josh. Look like that yeah, guy. it hurts how much I kind of look like that guy. <laughs> Um, when was that? now you guys are you're working remote? I talk to you uh, every other yeah, we day. Talk probably. A lot. Do you, when was the last time you saw the boys, the the Jesus and Mara, the in Bodega person? boys themselves? Oh, not since I haven't seen them in person since like March 10th, maybe 11th. Oh, so you guys are in like true lockdown? Oh yeah, yeah. You guys aren't. They just shot something. They just shot something out in the world that's not going to come out for a couple weeks. Um, but they shot it today, and that was the first time they've even seen each other in like five months. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. Uh, I yet, saw a picture on Twitter of some ice cream. Yeah, I've been thinking about bacon, egg, and cheese ice cream for I don't know. It's been like five days. Have you tried that? <laughs> I have. I actually tried it. What be- is it? Does it actually taste like bacon, egg, and cheese? There's bacon in it. Like there's legit there's- candied bacon. Yeah. So it's, it's like, it tastes like a sweet cream ice cream with like a candied bacon in it. It's, it's very good. It's like intense though. You can't have like a big bowl of it. Like you could with like a coffee ice cream challenge, except it does feel like a challenge. (laughs) Don't tell me what I can't have. You couldn't handle that. (laughs) I'm not wearing a mask to Walmart. You're telling me I can't eat a whole thing of ice cream. (laughs) You're just going to, you're going to die in an ice cream challenge. Like it's a political <laughs> cause, like the end of Gran Torino, where Clint Eastwood waits for the cops to kill him. Man, that is foreshadowing. I did, <laughs> I did have everybody sign my high school yearbook with how I was going to die in ice cream battle was um, the majority of the comments. Overwhelmingly the favorite. They didn't even, yeah. it was not, that, it wasn't a multiple choice, just everyone chose that independently. No, yeah, and then... Uh, yeah, mostly it was people chucking frozen claw that <laughs> And I just, I'm just popping them out of the air like Pac-Man. I'm not afraid. <laughs> Give me your strength. Give me strength. Uh, uh, Josh, we like to uh, ask our guests, you've been watching anything uh, in quarantine? I know you're busy. We'd like to ask doing... each other that, but we asked. Yeah, but we just recorded we two have. days ago. Well, I'm saying we never ask a guest because we usually don't have a guest. This is we how had, the podcast we... goes. We had a out. guest. We had Ken Reed, a, a, a mutual friend of me and Josh's. That's true. And I guess Bill's also at hey, this I, point. I know him. I was on TV Guidance Council, Sean. Don't He's running out of friends. He's going to take anybody he can get. <laughs> uh, and then now Josh. Josh is the second guest. I've known Josh uh, a billion a years. A long time. And, uh, yeah, since Josh was probably 19 and I was 20. Yeah, that sounds right. Wow, you uh, guys are so old. Yep. We saw Naughty by Nature together, Bill. We did see yeah. Naughty Where by Nature. Go, where did you see them at? at they were they at, performed uh, at Brandeis while I was in school. Yeah, there. I was thinking about that the other day, and how much I would appreciate a Naughty by Nature concert now. Not not in like Corona sense, but in the fact that like I know more than two <laughs> Naughty by Nature yeah. songs at this point. They it wasn't wasn't until I was thirty five that I heard Feel Me Flow. It's great. It's a great song. They um. You, uh, Tretch is wearing like a leather full like leather duster right when we saw him yep. performing in a yeah. full floor length leather coat no shirt no shirt and he played OPP at least twice <laughs> yeah 
<laughs> I mean, you would have to, right? Open and close. Mm-hmm. Um, like a like the and then encore probably <laughs> like like a musical they did it as an overture yeah. and then they closed right <laughs> like a little sneak peek intermission you know? we'll come back and play it three more times and we're just sitting there going like I know I I heard a snippet of the song I like I heard a snippet uh you've been watching anything good Josh TV movies what 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 are you at the end of the day when you're unwinding, Josh? What are you yeah. going to unwind? <laughs> this pod, you guys you? are hosting this podcast like you've heard of podcasts. You're <laughs> <laughs> vaguely familiar. <laughs> you're like, okay, we can do this. <laughs> Uh, we approach we approach podcasting the way we uh, uh, approach stand up comedy, and it's what's no one's told us to stop yet. So, well, I think before I left Boston, I was I told, told to, stop. to stop. Yeah, I was gonna say you I, were told to I stop. Think I was probably told to stop. Yeah, no, Rick Jenkins probably told you that many times, yeah. and now he's taking full credit. No, he Hi, still tells me and... to stop. <laughs> <laughs> I get it though, and uh... but yeah, so I've been watching. Um, I've been watching way more TV than usual in quarantine because I'm out most nights doing stand up during regular times. And so. All right, we get it. You're very successful. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It is. So we've been. uh, I've been home with my wife, Maris, and we've been watching a ton of stuff. We watched all of 30 Rock, rewatched all of 30 Rock. Love it. Watched all of what we do in the shadows, which is awesome. Have you seen that? I've watched the. uh, I did the first season and then I wasn't ready. I was like, this is. I watched it like too quickly. I couldn't mm-hmm. go into the second season yet, so I gotta I gotta get into the second, second season. Second season's but. fun. I haven't watched the show. I saw the movie. The movie's, the movie's good. Great. Yeah, the the, the sh- show is uh, it's so funny. It's so though. funny. I think it's better than the movie even. Uh, I like the movie. Uh, Matt ba- uh, Matt Barry Matt Barry yeah Matt Barry yeah is uh, uh, he's from uh, what's he the, was uh, in that Will Forte that movie. weird Aubrey yeah that uh, no that Aubrey Plaza movie. The uh, uh, it's on Netflix with it's got Craig Robinson, Jermaine Clement. I don't know and, that uh, Forte movie we just watched. That was uh, that was uh, extraordinary. Extraordinary with Maeve Higgins All right. and Claudia. Yeah. Oh, I love Maeve Higgins. Uh, a night with uh, Beverly. Lufkin oh yeah, Lop- or Beverly, Beverly Lufkin. This is a weird movie. Lop- I saw on Netflix, and uh, Matt Berry is really funny He's in it. So funny, and yeah, then yeah, it's a weird and, movie. But I'm, Car- what we do in the shadows is him at like every like he's f- so finely tuned in this show. It's so good. He hits everything. He's so good. Um, the, and then right now we're alternating. We're watching all of Cheers. We're like six seasons deep into Cheers right now, and then yeah. and we're watching um, Halt and Catch Fire. Oh, all right. Let's talk about Halt and Catch Fire, and then we'll go back to Cheers. Is it as good as people say? Because I watched the first episode and I couldn't. I couldn't. Is it a show that I got to push through like seven episodes before it gets great? I've heard that like that it's the third and fourth seasons I've heard are amazing. We're like towards the end of season one still. We're like going pretty slow. Yeah. I like it. Um, I, I'm what excited for it to get better. Halt and Catch Fire, it's called. And it's kind of like an 80s Mad Men that AMC started as Mad Men was like ending. Is that a bad? Yes. Like, like the guy no, that's is so clearly like a Don Draper type. Like Lee Pace is so yeah, clearly. Yeah. Like, but it's about like it's it's kind of like it's a sexy re-fictionalization of the uh, of IBM and like the personal computer and stuff. Oh, it's about time they made it sexy. <laughs> uh, There's no sex on computers. That's what I always say. More control, no. alt, delete, fellas. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, and then Cheers. Have you, so have you watched Cheers all the way through before? No. This is my first time. No, and this is the first time. And are you enjoying it? I am. I think th- there's some of it that's, like, not great to watch now. <laughs> like, it... I don't know. It, it's not... It's very of its time in a couple different ways. Like, they, everybody at the bar is so psyched when Sam has sex that it's unnerving. Yes. It's <laughs> a like, big part of their experience. It's like most of their life is waiting for this bartender they know to fuck, and it's very upsetting. <laughs> and so... I have a hard time with... Uh, what What's what's an episode of Cheers run? Like, 26 minutes? Yeah, 25 minutes, roughly. It, so yeah, it's... it's, it's they're much longer than a regular, like a modern sitcom, yeah. which always well, throws that, me. It's, I'm just that's like, like 22, right? Yeah, 21, yeah. 22. But when I watched, like, I was watching MASH at the beginning of quarantine and then it very quickly stopped. But it was because I was just like, all right, we get it. Let's cut this down. Well, it's also, like, yeah. 30 Rock has 27 minutes. 30 Rock is like 21, 22 minutes, and so much happens, and it's so tightly wound and packed. And then in Cheers, it's three or four minutes longer, right? We're talking like. 15% longer and maybe yeah, nothing they don't happens. Use <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They don't use that time for jokes. Well, there's so many jokes, but they're all just like people calling each other rat face and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that is good. Hey, can I just, uh, can I just backtrack for just one second? And, uh, maybe no. Sean doesn't care about the Korean war veterans. Like, very, <laughs> he just said some very bad things about the Korean war veterans. I just want to say that I don't particularly feel that way. Well, I want you to know that that's not a documentary mash. Those aren't; those are actors. That's yeah. Alan Alda and other people. You're saying Alan Alda is not a real person? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna double down. I'm gonna, this is my QAnon conspiracy. All right, but yeah, I think this is. I've been enjoying Cheers, but it's like people are like Cheers. It's the perfect sitcom, and it's like yeah, when there were three TV channels. Yeah, I think it was right. though when there was. Yeah, yeah, back then it was totally. But you were also going um, up against so fewer options, you know. Right. So. Josh, are you sad that because of COVID nineteen, the the Chinese plague, that you <laughs> will not? Don't call it that. <laughs> All right, now I'm going to touch on that in a couple minutes. I'll, I'll bring us back. <laughs> I got a couple disclaimers that I just want to throw on. Yeah. Are you sad that you're not going to bring your darling bride to the uh, replica Cheers in Faneuil Hall because it's, closed. it's closing? I feel it's closing. You're not. You're not going to get I there. I thought that one closed a long time ago. It sh- you're thinking of it should have closed. Isn't that yeah. the one where they put the where they got sued for having the stat the Norman Cliff robots? Is that, uh. that? <laughs> Do you remember that? No, I mean, I mean, it switched been, sides. That might have been Faneuil okay, Hall. Airport. It used to be on the other side, and then they moved it back when when it was the Cheers Comedy Club, uh, which I don't think was ever technically a comedy club. No, uh, it it was in in on the I don't know the fucking north side of Faneuil Hall. Yeah, that was back then, when uh, when uh, when men were men. When men yeah, well, stand up stood out. When stand up stood out. <laughs> Well, they still, it was booked as if that was still the era we were living in. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, God bless them. Uh, We miss it. Cheers, Comedy Club. Rest in peace. Rest in in power. (laughs) Rest in power, Cheers, Comedy Club. (laughs) Anyway, season eight of Cheers is all about that comedy club. (laughs) You're going to enjoy it. (laughs)
Um, Yakov Smanoff makes a big, big role in that. <laughs> he plays Steve. Any Sweden. movies, Josh? Have you you looking at any any cinema? Or are you guys strictly a t- no? We've been watching that TV. We've been binge? watching movies. Um, we watch. I'm trying to think. You don't don't. Hey, I didn't. Wasn't accusingly. You can't. <laughs> yeah, no, I did. No, hey, I came no, in really hot. I I've seen movies. I've seen uh, I don't know, uh, uh, The Graduate. We I did just watch The Graduate <laughs> for the first time. Um, but you just revisit the Graduate. I said for the first time. All over these DVD cases. <laughs> My DNA, just blood all over the DVD cases. Um, we we I watched The Graduate for the first time. I'd never seen it before in its entirety. And we watched. Um, yeah, I haven't. Did you enjoy it? Seen it in a long time? I did enjoy it. It was. I. It was like mostly. I was like, oh, interesting. This is what this is. Uh, <laughs> and we watched that Palm Springs. Nice. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, Palm yeah, Springs is great. great. I really enjoyed yeah, it. We, it was great. Andy Samberg was great. I keep. That's uh. That's up there for uh, movie of the year so far. Yeah, there's been six, and, <laughs> and it might be the best yeah, one. Yeah. I've seen about three. I know. So we'll get to them all. Um. But yet, those are the the last couple that I remember watching. Uh, oh, Moonstruck, I think, right at the beginning of quarantine, which I never. Yeah, that's another one. It must have just come to streaming because a lot of people are watching that, and uh, I've never seen Moonstruck, so I gotta watch that. It's, it's is fun. It still streaming? I think so. I think so. It's on something. It is with, probably uh, on HBO with the Max, right? Friend of the show, friend of the show, share, and friend of the show, <laughs> Nicholas Cage. <laughs> Um, They've talked about those people before. Cher won an Oscar, and I was like, she's very good. Nick Cage's performance is like, you're you watch it, and you go, oh, he was always like this. <laughs> like this was in the '80s, and he's just like, just going for it. Yeah, he plays a dude. He plays a guy who runs a bakery, and he has a wooden hand. And oh, dude, I'm watching Moonstruck <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> Fucking spoiler alert, Josh. Jesus yeah, Christ. Yeah, say no more, dude. Say no more. You got me at Nick Cage wooden hand. And then this now, guy will I be gets severely a, disappointed. He gets sure. a splinter in his scone, and then Jesus. That's how they um, meet, the splinter in the scone. Um, yeah, he, uh, oh, boy. But he, I, Now I'm excited. Yeah. I did not know about the wooden hand. It's, I didn't know anything about it. I just knew that I was like, I think uh, I think Cher won an Oscar for this. And I watch it. And like when the first Nick Cage <laughs> scene, because I assumed it was going to be like kind of like a standard romantic comedy. And his first scene, you're just like, did they tell him what movie he's in? <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> he's uh, uh, just a true blue psycho. He comes we in. Watched, uh, he comes, we watched. Oh, he comes in with the energy of like. This is on on theme for the podcast of Willem Dafoe in Boondock Saints. Like, there was a firefight, but it's a romantic comedy. <laughs> have, have you yeah. seen his uh, Colorado Space, Josh? That was an no. I talked. I yeah, I, yeah. We I talked to you about this, Josh. That's the movie where uh, this alien comes as a meteorite. Oh, you did tell yard. me about this. Yeah, and then halfway through the movie, he just starts doing a Donald Trump impression, yeah. <laughs> and it's so funny. And it's it's clearly like the the director was just like, I mean, it's too late now. He's he's not gonna. What are we gonna not have him do a yeah. Donald Trump impression? <laughs> he sounds he sounds like like the the choices he makes in a movie. It's like he comes in and just dares the director to direct him. <laughs> like he's like, yeah, I know what movie I'm making. <laughs> yeah, make me stop doing this. Yeah, he. Have you guys yeah. seen? Uh, next, the one where he plays a Vegas magician who can see two minutes into the future. Not yet. Okay, I'm going to. Uh, there's yet. there's like a throwaway line. It's Julianne Moore right before she was like 
too big to do this movie. And she she plays an FBI agent who knows that he has actual magic powers. So she's recruiting him to do to like solve crimes with her. And he tells her his magic name is his name. His stage name is Frank Cadillac. And she, someone calls him Chris and Julianne Moore goes, Chris, you said your name was Frank Cadillac. And he goes, that's my magic name. I named myself after my two favorite things, Frankenstein and Cadillacs. (laughs) (laughs) Neither Frankenstein Dude. nor Cadillacs are ever mentioned in the movie any other time. <laughs> that is, but the director's excellent director's cut. The director's cut is called improv. Cadillac Frankenstein, yeah. and it's just him driving a Cadillac, eating people's. Brain. That's excellent improv or horrible screenwriting. <laughs> Sometimes you need There's a little no... of both. Yeah, um, teamwork makes the dream work. <laughs> Now, have you been in a movie film, Josh? Have you been in movies? I haven't. No, I've got what they call a podcast face. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Um, no, you're going to get there, buddy. I believe in you. <laughs> I'm doing you're going okay. Out for a lot of films. You're going out for a lot of films. I go out, I go out for the occasional. I do. I go out for occasional voiceover stuff, which is fun. And because um, I can do that at my house. But I used to go in for commercials and and I would just be in a, a waiting room with like 15 guys that look just like me, but handsomer and had already been in commercials. Nice. And I was like, well, this isn't going to go well. Um, but, um, and then they all started coughing. <laughs> oh, jeez, oh, Bill. It's over. always bringing it back to the topic at hand. Oh, I'm sorry. It's just the world we live in now, Sean. That's true. Yeah, sorry, I got to say, the, those drapes are growing on me behind. I'm starting to like them. <laughs> Okay, well, I mean, I, I'm not going to redecorate my house for the one time that we do this here. Yeah, you wouldn't redecorate it if we were doing it every week. All right, don't Sean, what have you been up. watching? What, what, what have you been watching this week? Oh, uh, I I've, uh, finally finished my rewatch of the Christopher Guests Oh, film. fun. Love them. Love them. I, I, uh, I had watched Mighty Wind and Best in Show a couple weeks ago, and then I finally I went back and Did I you? finally finished For Your Consideration. Yeah, we talked which, about it. Couple weeks ago, absolutely blows. It is so when Catherine O'Hara, <laughs> Catherine nope, O'Hara stats, stats gets the boob job and the lip job, and she just because I la- it you was chuckle one time and uh, then that's it. Uh, it's 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 the least. I don't know why he decided to not make it a mockumentary. He just does it as a straight movie, which is a big mistake. Weird. Uh, and then waiting for Guffman, I watched yesterday, which I hadn't seen since I was in high school. Yeah, and is. It doesn't hold up as well as Best in Show and A Mighty Wind for me. I watched Wayne for uh, last week. It's great. Yeah, I think I think uh, his character, uh, the quirky character, is too much. Yeah, it's too much of a yeah. stereotype. If he just like dialed it back a little bit, because I know plenty of those guys. Yep. From doing theater and going to college and all this stuff, I know there's plenty of people just like him. But he's like amps it up to this like absurd degree where he doesn't need to. Yeah. And it would still be just as funny, if not funnier, if he was Fred just pulling back a little. Fred Willard is so good. Man. I mean, he's the all-star of any of those yeah. movies. Even right for your consideration, he got me a couple times. And I wasn't enjoying that at all. <laughs> I Man, it was so sad when he passed, but it was so sweet to see everybody like posting like best Fred Willard performances. It was oh, so, just, yeah, like, fun. yeah. His, uh, his I think you should leave sketch was great. 
Oh, when he comes into the funeral. Oh, playing, just playing the organ at the funeral. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> it's so stupid. I want, I want is that show. That, That's then, what I want. I think, gotta be. I think they were starting to film right when quarantine started. Yeah. His is one of like all these like. Uh, it's so funny. It's when so uh, funny. Corona started and all this stuff and everybody uh, was making videos and doing. There was just a clip. It was like a CNN clip. Like montage of like them talking to different people, and then he was at the end in his car going like, "Well, uh, may oh, when I get my, yeah. my oh my oh, god, it, it was when so I get my Halloween funny. stuff. What am I not going to yeah. get my Halloween yeah. stuff?" And then it's just over, and it was perfect. He's so funny. He's he's like God. Have you seen? Have you watched Detroiters? I've seen That's a couple the episodes, first episode and then. I saw it. It's great. It's, just, it's so Comedy Central makes yep. their stuff impossible it's to watch. It's so hard so. to watch unless you have their proprietary app. Uh but yeah, it's so I wish it were on on Hulu or Netflix. I would have watched it would have watched the whole thing again already in quarantine. Yeah. They're moving Comedy Central's been putting some shows on uh HBO. Yep. The the HBO Max. So I'm hoping that it will go over there at some point, I hope but so. I love that just, show. It, Reno 911 is impossible to watch. Like all these yeah. shows that are Comedy Central has great shows, and now, you just could never see them if you wanted to. Now, Reno's doing Quibi episodes now. They are, yeah. Oh, well, never so, mind. I don't do, ever want to see it ever they, again. Like, they're not showing old Reno on Quibi. Right? I don't think they're no, 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 they, too long. I think they made new episodes. Yeah. Quibi's all new, baby. They're not showing anything. When you quib, you're getting the best of the best. Listen, you're not going to get a recycled. It's not like when your dog throws up and then eats the throw up. You this is these are quick bites, but they're fresh. Them. Yeah, this I'm is eating you. this is eating fresh dog food. <laughs> yeah, have you been approached uh, by Quibi, Josh? I'm not. I I was on one Quibi show. Oh, you're winking. Okay. I'm not winking. I'm serious. I was on a Quibi. No, show. No, that's a wink. Oh, yeah. No, no, we won't. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> you were on a Quibi show. What Quibi was show? Was it Die Hard? Was it Die Hard with a vengeance? <laughs> I, oh, dude, I, I can't. Kevin I might Hart. sign up for, dude. I gotta sign up for Quibi to watch that. I, I'm gonna use my free trial once I find out all the episodes of uh, Die Hard are up. I'm <laughs> signing up and I'm watching them all. And you just bang them up. Kevin Hart and John Travolta together on a Quib. Finally. A quib. Oh, Travolta. Dude, Travolta's in it, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's, Isn't that great that that it's not called Die Travolta. It's called Die Hard, even though Travolta's the bigger star. But is it is it supposed to be? Is it just a play on Die Hard? Is like is it? Die Hard. Like, is he making Dude. a Die Hard, or is he just? Is it just a stupid Bill, play on the name, just because his last? I think what hard. we're gonna have to do, Bill, is we're gonna have to organize, and I'm gonna start off with my seven day trial and give you the login and password, and then those days up, you sign up, and then we we find out. And then I'll with get Qu- my wife to sign up. I'll sign my niece <laughs> up. Okay, with Quibi, it's Columbia, actually, we're gonna Columbia Music House Quibi out of existence. <laughs> the the free trial is only forty two minutes, but it is enough to watch the whole series. <laughs> and that's enough for everything, right? Yeah. Yep. That you can watch the whole uh, the whole catalog. So what is that? They they do is it like six minutes? Is yeah, that... six minute episodes, eight minute episodes, or something. And then anything it's over enough, it, it's, it's enough like... that if you had to, you could fake a dump at work and watch an episode of TV. That was the that was the pr- the pitch. Yeah. Just take a longer dump. Just watch a full. Just watch a full. I watched movie. The Godfather at work yeah. on my phone one time in the bathroom. Okay, you can do it. You're not trying if you're not getting through a movie in five minute segments. Who takes a six minute shit at work? Come on, yeah, this dude. Is America. You can we, still we, feel we, your legs you after. You've been six gone minutes. for like a forty five minutes. 
I just binged a, an entire season of Die Hard. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, you talk season one or season two, <laughs> season three. It's all new. They're like, actually, Die gonna make we it. have to. It's gonna go the distance. We have to write you up for watching Die Hard, not for yeah. spending forty five yeah. minutes in the bathroom. <laughs> right. Oh you no, no. Just told us you have colitis. No, not not the Bruce Willis one. I yeah. said Die Hard. Die Hard. <laughs> yeah. Heart. Yeah. With we're Kevin we're Hart. gonna have you evaluated. <laughs> The, uh, the the amount of money they must have paid Kevin Hart to like I could like the amount of money they paid Kevin Hart for how many people have seen it you should have just given him five million dollars to make a puppet sh- to do a puppet show like in someone's apartment oh yeah just go to the person and do it yeah um why am I having a stroke because it's oh, been coming I was for thinking a while, of a puppet show. <laughs> Right. I guess the question yeah. is why haven't you been having uh, yeah. a stroke before this? It's really strange that it took this long. Oh, well, you guys are fun. We have <laughs> a couple of good buddies. Did you say what you've been watching, Sean? Did you did we get to that? We yeah, I watched uh, oh, Die yeah, Hard. the Christopher, Christopher Guest. Bill, you oh, tell us one movie Guess. and then I'll tell you one more. All right, I watched uh Defy Bloods, the Spike Lee uh, oh, joint. Yeah. Of Vietnam. Uh, How was it? Del- I thought it was pretty good. Uh, Delroy Lindo walking around in his MAGA hat. Uh, oh really? Yeah, I gotta, I gotta watch this. He's yeah, getting, uh, he's getting a lot of buzz. Delroy Lindo. Yeah, had, people. Uh, it was a lot of guests from, the from uh, our episode on the Cider House Rules. Oh yeah, yeah Mr. Rose. It was a it wasn't lot. A guest, but we talked about him. <laughs> you didn't have Delroy Lindo no. on. We didn't know. You're Friend the, the third show. guest, Josh. It's been Delroy Lindo, Ken Reed. <laughs> Ken Reed and me. <laughs> uh, dude, I thought I told you that I met Delroy Lindo. Uh, sorry. Um, yeah, it's a lot of like, why hasn't he been starring in movies for longer? Uh, it's cool. It, w- it was good. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. And actually, uh, another movie I watched, uh, More American Graffiti. And he was in that, too. Delroy Lindo was in the more American, American Graffiti, Graffiti sequel. Yeah, yeah. And how was more American Graffiti? It was weird. Dude. How it does it stack weird. up against the Five Bloods? Uh, it is a different <laughs> movie. Okay. Uh, Where does it stack up in the American uh, Graffiti? During Vietnam, I would say. During the in the American Graffiti cinematic universe, where do you rank it? One uh, or two? I would rank it second to the first one. And, okay, okay so in, the, in the B movie universe, where would you? Yes, yes. right. They yes. brought they brought a lot of the people back. Like Harrison Ford's in it for like half a second as a cop. He was in the first. Oh one. yeah. Did you ever watch the first one? Fuck no. Bro, I've never seen it. Saying it's great American. I'm not watching cinema. American Graffiti. Oh yeah. Well, Who directed about, that? George Lucas. Yeah. Is he living his his life a quarter mile at a time? I don't think he is. Do me a favor. <laughs> If we ever find ourselves in the midst of a global pandemic and you have HBO Max, watch American Graffiti. Oh, shit, we're here, and you do. Oh. What else are you going to do? Watch Die Hot again? I got to get through Fast 6. I got to get through Fast and the Furious 7. I got to get through The Fate of the Furious. I watched. And then Hobbs, right? Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, of course I'm going to Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. What are you (laughs) saying? I watched Fate of the Furious on an airplane, which is not the best way to see it, but it was still awesome. No wrong way to watch those movies. Yeah, which one true. is that? Bill, I'm Bill. Which one Bill is Fate of the by... Furious? What number? 
Eight. Eight. If it's F-A-T-E of the Furious. If you could get me a cut of the Fast and the Furious movies that Vin Diesel has been removed from, yeah, I'll, I'll watch would, them all. That would be Too Fast, Too Furious, and so far Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift, yeah. if you ignore the end credits. Mm-hmm. What was that? Uh, remember? He, Dom Toretto shows up. He played some, uh, he had a space movie like Riddick. Chronicles of Riddick. Oh, Chronicles, Chronicles of Riddick. Bill, like that's not already lined up for After Fast and the Furious. I'm vinning it out, baby. Oh, dude, don't do <laughs> it. Franchise summer is becoming Vin September. His, he, didn't he play the Tooth Fairy in a movie? Yeah, dude. I'm a, uh, it's called the Tooth no. Fairy. No, the is that the fairy. Rock? Or was that the Rock? I think that's the Rock. And was he the he did, babysitter? He, made the, he was the, he's the pacifier. The, Pas- the pacifier, oh. right. Sorry. He's the pacifier. Yeah. The Rock made the game plan in the Tooth Fairy, and Vin Diesel did the pacifier, and then he did a movie where he's a lawyer with hair. Which I got to <laughs> see that, too. Uh, let me find the title for you. Um, Vin Diesel played a lawyer with hair. That was the plot. Yeah, he's got a, he hey, a I'm a lawyer, but I got a full head of hair. He doesn't talk like that. Oh, Can I? Vin Diesel. No, fair. he talks like this. <laughs> that is a really Vin good Di- impression. Vin Diesel is like if Sylvester Stallone lost the limited acting skill that he had. Um, uh, can I? You're give, out of your mind. Can dude. I give you? You're an out of alt, your mind. Can I give you an alt for Vintember or Vintober? You What's have that? to wait another month, but you could do November. November. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. I'll think about it. All right. Just for I mean, I'm just going to have, gonna... have New England movies. All of Vin Diesel's movies take place on Mars <laughs> or, the, <laughs> or the moon. Uh, Find Me Guilty is the one I'm thinking of. I've never uh, heard he of plays... that. Yeah, dude. You got to, when you get a chance, Google it. He looks so goofy. Uh, but I love him and I'm going to marry him someday. <laughs> Uh, I hey, watched uh, one more honestly, movie. Honestly, I hope you, I hope you achieve your dreams, buddy. I watched a movie. It was from 1972. It was directed by Peter H. Hunt, and it was called 1776. I watched Have that you movie. Heard of this? Hell yeah! You did? Oh yeah! I've seen that movie Bill? twice. Never heard of it. Never seen it. Never watched it. Don't not interested. Bill's Bill's also seen it twice. I watched he only ever saw it for the first no, time I yesterday. I watched it a time and a half. I, I time and a half. half you you devoted morning. six hours. You should you should get paid time and a half hazard pay for watching this. Well, movie. I I had to rent it off Amazon. I felt that I had to watch it twice. It's a great value. Three ninety nine rental for yeah. two hours and forty five minutes <laughs> to learn about America. To learn yeah, everything yeah, you need to know about how this country was invented. Uh yeah. And if it's not in this film, doesn't Who matter. Needs it didn't happen. It's not important. Um. Hey, spoiler alert. I loved it. Bill? <laughs> we don't say our reviews to the end, Sean, you bag of shit. Bill also loved it. I did. I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. It's uh, Could have used a so little I'll bit t- more rapping. <laughs> my wife refused to watch this movie with me. Yeah, she mine did is- too. She's my wife is the loveliest person. She's so wonderful. There's two rules that that we that she's laid down the law on in our marriage. <laughs> you might have the same exact rule as Bill's wife, which is if Sean Sullivan recommends the movie, we do not watch <laughs> that it. That is one of the big rules in this fucking house, dude. This is she when, was Bill, when I recommend a movie to Bill, she goes, <laughs> "Did Sean recommend this?" And then it's really it's hit or miss whether it or not she is. watches. That's so funny. 
She got burned hard on Serenity, oh, 2019's no, was, Picture of the Year. Serenity, and there was some other fucking movie you said, dude, that was just... Was it The Beach Bum? I don't bum? have great taste. No, I mean, The Beach Bum rules, no, so if she's wrong on that movie. one. Snoop Dogg's greatest acting turn of all time. I haven't seen this. All right, two two rules for your wife. She it was she will not watch 1776 with me. And there's an Italian restaurant that we get takeout from. <laughs> and she this is and she's they have a whole trout that's like one of the items. And every once in a while when we've gone through like the rest of the the menu, I go maybe I'll get the whole trout. And she said to me, "You can eat that outside." <laughs> <laughs> that's, oh. that's the only time she's ever said that if those are the two things in in three years of marriage and three years of dating before that she's so lovely and and so sweet and usually so if i'm like hey let's watch this movie she's like i'll give it a shot but not this one. Oh, did she have now does she have a personal history with 1776 that uh she's choosing not to uh indulge because uh her um and as a youth her dad was roughed up by a gang of founding fathers oh no yeah. Can I just I ask? I knew she was a little bit older than you. I didn't know she was that much older than you. <laughs> Can I ask a question? That's not guess? nice. I don't want to No, it's be... not, but you said it. <laughs> Maybe her dad's just immortal. Can I ask a Were... question without getting too personal? Sure. Uh, what colony did they live in? My, oh, uh, these are New Jersey people. Yeah, New Jersey. New, New Jersey. Jersey. So they were from one of the original thirteen colonies. All right. So she was there. She so she's got to have local pride. New, yeah. New Jersey is represented in this film. It is. Yeah. Did she not want to watch the movie because of how they showed up so late? Unfair portrayal of New Jersey. Like, we would have showed up for the Continental Congress if we knew where it was. Bruce Springsteen would have showed up. Bing. <laughs> But she she makes you rewatch The Sopranos every December. But she can't watch we have Sopranos Sember. She calls it's it Christmas. We watch Bruce Springsteen's uh, Broadway show, and she demands that I cry. It's not. Yeah, I mean, and, yeah, and pretty easy to comply with that. Yeah. I assume, right? Mm-hmm. Try probably not so. at the heartstrings. He's going for the heart. Bruce Springsteen. Oh, he's going for the heartstrings. I gotta watch that someday. I never, uh, I never watched Sad. that. I forgot that that came out. We almost went live. Like we almost were like, oh, I guess we'll bite the bullet and we'll pay for resale tickets. And we were like so excited to go live. And then when it came out on Netflix, we were like, huh? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's completely convenient to watch. That's how I was with Hamilton, where I was just like, oh, it's finally available. Yeah, no, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. I'll watch it later. And Have then you- I watched it. It was lovely. It's lovely. Yeah, I watched. Yeah, that, it's great. That's you, what you saw Hamilton uh, in person. I did with the I, original cast. I did see it with the original cast. Not, I don't. I on think, stage, you were on stage. I was the on stage. stage. Oh, they threw you me off quickly. You were actually Hamilton. I played Hamilton. Yes, yeah. they they the first white guy to play Alexander Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Well, in that in, in this production, casting. in every other right. production of every other thing, Alexander Hamilton was a white guy. Right. <laughs> But the first one in Hamilton, yeah. Also played by Josh Condleman and all those. <laughs> I'm kind not of a, a Hamilton not specialist. A lot, not a disappointing, a disappointing lack of Alexander Hamilton in this in movie, 1776. Very I was led to believe that he is the founding father. Very John Adams. It was Plymouth Rock. Wasn't even in this thing, John. Not even. No this fucking. Is, this is in America. Show some respect. I, no. I want colonial movies. I want Plymouth Rock. I want Black Phillip, and I want Kelly's roast beef. <laughs> Kelly's, Kelly's roast, roast beef, beef, obviously. And Alexander Hamilton. That's yeah, very John Adams centered and very Ben Franklin centered. Yes, 
uh, without uh, showing the Quincy Sanity station. Uh, I started. Yeah, can you believe that? Not even Quincy Adams. Yeah, I mean that would be too on the nose if you showed Quincy Adams. But if you showed That's Quincy Santa Station, you'd be alluding to it with the yeah, very subtle. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's not like you don't City have to presidents. hit us in the face with the dead presidents. Just let us smell the corpses. <laughs> yeah, they really they're really talking I real mean, bold. Hypothetically, there. obviously. Mm-hmm. They claim, oh, city of presidents. Yeah, we got so you get, many. You had them. two. Yeah. They were related. So it's not like, <laughs> that's not the accomplishment that you think it is. Yeah, city of Adamses. <laughs> yes. Like, that's, yeah, why they want, that, but. that's why Jeb Bush wanted to win so bad, so they, they could be the city of presidents. You know, like, you got three. Fuck Quincy. Uh, which, which city? And nobody even knows where the Bushes are from. It would be uh, Texas. Jeb Bush is the governor of Florida. What the hell are you talking about? Yeah, but uh, all the Bushes uh, from Texas. Or, oh, or I never, Maine. I never watched that movie. Kennebunk Port, right? That's Maine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is. A gun quit, Portland. They're all there. Hey, let's see how many towns in Maine in Maine we, got we can name for the rest of the podcast. No, we can't do that. Boys, we can't do that. What are you insane? we got to get through a two-hour and 45-minute film. <laughs> from the 19th that's, where, that's where Bates is Bates College Sacco South Portland We got Banger Maine that's Josh did you ever do When we were doing comedy In uh, in the late great Bob Mello was still alive He would occasionally book colleges Yeah And he would book He booked a college That was up on The most northern part of Maine It was a 14 hour drive <laughs> and he would like Unincorporated You got a hotel room you get a hotel room in seventy five dollars. No, you never did that. No, I never did that one. For a I think I did hour one. Drive? Yeah, I think I've Not done. Bad. I did one uh, four hours away in Vermont for like one fifty. No hotel. Oh, yeah, that's mm-hmm. not. I think Vermont is minimum. Uh, Was it at least summer so you could sleep in your car? I think what happened was at the time I was dating someone who lived in Western Massachusetts, so I drove to her house afterwards. That makes sense. And like woke her up in the I mean middle that, of the or you could meet a you can meet a young uh, lady fair in Vermont, and, you know. And then <laughs> I just Sean, lived you know, in the winking. woods. <laughs> um, Sean's winking very hard. Seventeen seventy six. I got the Wikipedia article. Just double check and make sure it's about the movie and not the year. Uh, <laughs> it's the same. <laughs> like they're gonna have the same stuff. Hey, uh, we're brought to you by disambiguation this week. <laughs> uh, you, uh, the musical you guys know, of course, music and lyrics by Sherman Edwards. The great and, uh, Sherman uh, Helmsley. Shout Sherman out Edwards George never, never wrote another wrote thing. thing. <laughs> he Shout never did anything else. This poor guy. One hit wonder. I in thought the it was. Uh, world. Oh no, that was the other thing he said. What's that? Oh, Stephen Sondheim. That was Assassins. I sent you Assassins in 1776. Very different musicals. Very different. Nobody was assassinated Uh, in 1776. No, except for uh, our goddamn chance to be a part of the royal colonies. Yeah. They took that. Yeah. Universal Health Care got assassinated. Protection uh, from by the queen. That was taken out back and shot in the head. (laughs) Just pay the tax away. on the tea. I need to get Just an MRI. Fucking tax. Jesus we could be like Christ. Canada right now. They got, 
national health care, NHS could be us. We wouldn't have been that much worse off, if any worse off, right? If we just well, stayed that course. Just stay that course. I, I mean, mean we'd this, be is, a tea this podcast is taking a weird turn. We wouldn't. It, there wouldn't be so much coffee. Like Dunkin' Donuts never would have happened. Yeah. If we had yeah. just paid the tax on the tea. Yeah. They would be you know called dipping be crumpets. For it. Dipping crumpets. Oh, be I love it. a good crumpet. We should have stayed. We fucked up hot. <laughs> that's my that's my hot political take is we should still be part of England. <laughs> Dude, I, I've been watching uh, the the only TV that I've been watching other than because I try to only watch movies because I'm a snob. And uh, I watch uh, British game shows. Shaw. I'm a film journalist and I'm devoted to my art of watching movies and then talking poorly about them. <laughs> I only, I've been watching British game shows, and uh, that's the one thing that they've got over us in terms of anything is that they let their comedians be funny on television. I know. I really wish there was more of that here. They're not funny on stage necessarily, but boy can they be, boy can they be funny on TV whenever they want. It's so fun. I like love that format for people. Like it's it's so nice to see comedians just like having a structure and getting to fuck around and be funny. Yeah. Uh, I look, I, my proposals, uh, of, uh, uh celebrity 1776 keep getting rejected. <laughs> They're like, you mean Hamilton? <laughs> They're like, no, uh, no, I'm talking about, I want to do, I want to do, you know, they do these ABC live musicals. Josh, you're in show business. Maybe you can help me out. Mm-hmm. They do these live little mermaid hairspray, yep. grease, rent, blah, blah, blah. 1776. Let's get the White House involved. We'll tie them in. Trump's going to be for this. He's going to be for a live 1776, all networks, Paul Giamatti as John Adams in the musical, oh, singing back. the songs, dancing. We get, who's a person that they looks do, like Ben Franklin? They don't we do get that him. much dancing. No, no. <laughs> I mean, that, I would honestly, I'd think too much dancing. That's really where a lot of the cuts could be made in this movie. We could get this thing down to 235 if we uh, just take out the well, number where John Adams and Ben Franklin waltz with Thomas Jefferson's wife for six minutes. Very weird. Now, the theatrical release was like 220. So we watched the director's cut, which was, I think, yeah. like 245. And we'll we'll get to it. I know exactly what got cut. And it's uh, there's actually a good story that goes with it. Um, and it was all the shit that shouldn't have been in the movie. <laughs> Could have been I, all this it shit because it was still two twenty. Good job cutting. No, they. It's the part. It's actually a good part of the movie. Uh, the musical comes out nineteen sixty nine. Wins the Tony that year. Uh, William Daniels is in the original cast. The guy that's Ben Franklin in the movie is in the <coughs> original cast. Anybody? Uh, pretty much uh, anybody with like a Thomas Jefferson same guy. The they're all from Broadway. Shadow. It's the White Shadow. Ken Howard. <laughs> Oh, it is? Yeah. Do you remember the White Shadow no. television program? Josh, do you remember? You guys are I know of it, yeah. but I haven't seen it. Yeah. It I know was, of the uh, White Shadow from listening to Jimmy Pardo talk. Where That's the only was, reason uh, I know about that. He was a high school basketball coach, like inner city uh, team. I think, he, I think in the show he supposedly played for the Celtics at one point. Oh yeah, no, it was him. Salami. Andy, you remember Salami? Well, you don't remember. Bill, that. we've never watched. Dude, we've never watched The White Shadow, and I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm not even gonna let Josh is very polite. He would lie right to your face. We're never gonna watch The White Shadow. I'm definitely. That's I don't not, think yeah. you could. I don't think you bought good. I don't think it's. You around. can't tell me. They're, okay. I'm right, actually I'll, pitching a reboot of The White Shadow to Quibi. <laughs> 
I'll be five episodes into the White Shadow by the next time we talk. Don't worry. You tell me I can't do something. What is this movie about if not declaring my independence? You're telling me that I can't watch the White Shadow? Well, boom. You just got a revolution on your fucking head. Yeah, you can. You can't watch the entire series by the next time we record. You think I won't watch six, six seasons of Ken Howard, who I only know as Thomas Jefferson in 1776, Coast Basketball. And, but and John Adams. I'm oh, sorry. And John Adams. <coughs> but this is, this is focused on John Adams. He is the main character of this. Yeah, this is... He is. Uh, he is. Well, More so than I would say the John Adams miniseries. Either him or the custodian. <laughs> him Mr. Or, Adams! Start it up, Sean. Uh, Let's start talking about this bad boy. We're talking. Ta- I figured so. The best way to talk about a musical, guys, is just to go down sing the song it. list. We should Let's sing do it. it all. We should sing it all. I can't sing because there are other people in my home that are already annoyed that I'm doing this as is. Yeah, <laughs> me too. But it, we suffer for our art. Uh, this thing kicks off. John Adams, my favorite song in the whole show. Sit down, John, baby. It's great. No, it starts it's the upstairs. Second- it starts up it's at the, the se- bell, and the guy's like, "Why oh. can't you fucking answer me, you prick? I come up four fucking flights." Oh, what? You have no respect for a working man? I'm the custodian in this bitch. John Adams up <laughs> on the fucking thing. You you hear me yelling, you piece of shit. Okay, I don't care for this. Is we're not doing your rap music version John. of 1776. Sit down, that's not, John. That's not how we do things here. But sit uh, down, John. But Andrew, that's the first song. Big Andrew song. McNair has his own. He's got his own Wikipedia article, and you'll show respect for the name of the custodian Andrew McNair why are there so many flies in Philadelphia are they calling it a trash city or is it a meatpacking district is this about Rocky fighting Philadelphia it is a trash city am I right Boston boys yeah Boston in the house take that Philadelphia um no they love they love it they got the 1776ers is that the basketball team in Philadelphia correct true uh make that up with their star player Allen Iverson, yes, leading the. How's he doing this year? Good. He Very is good. retired for. Oh. Well, not how I thought that was going to end. Seventeen <laughs> years. I know Josh's got a. Josh's got a. He's got a pension for the naughty mouth. If I, I was going to drop it for big, I would work. never besmirch the good name of Allen Iverson. Is it a good name though? I don't. Didn't he eh. get in trouble? People didn't Who like didn't? him. We all get in trouble from time but I, it to was time. it was very people like racistly didn't like him because they were like oh mm, yeah like he he his it's like they how didn't dare like you him, be like, confident yeah exactly he, he, they he didn't like that he said they didn't like that he said practice I'm talking practice He's talking about practice not a game not yeah. a game I'm talking no, about practice what this famous press conference rehearsal rehearsal we're talking okay. about rehearsal. Yeah. Not a performance. Not a yeah. performance. We're not talking about the actual what? game. We're talking about practice. Um, yes, but the, so the the first of all, we're starting with the first song, right? Sit down, John. But yeah, baby, this is the longest opening credit sequence of any film I've ever seen. The opening credits are the only credits. At the end, there are no credits. Yeah, it just freezes well, on mean, the Declaration of yeah. Independence. I mean, <laughs> so for a, a musical, that's not like. Because they play the overture, right? Like it, that's the overture. Which, if you went to go see it in Broadway, look, hey, God forbid, you're getting a beautiful look at uh, the fake Philadelphia that they built in California, mm-hmm. uh, and you get to listen to the music. If you were in the theater, you're just looking at a curtain. 
Maybe you got a, a projection on there that says 1776. You're twiddling with your hard candies, unwrapping them, taking a swig of water, waiting. Ooh, you hear that hum. Sir, you mm, can't drink in the theater. You have, to, you have to get rid of that water. Ma'am, calm That's down. not true. No, That's they not let built. you drink. They pour it into a glass. They won't let you bring a bottle in for some stupid right. reason. If you say so. They just want it to be, they want you to be able to spill your $18 glass of wine. Oof, $18 is cheap. Josh is a theater boy. Josh goes to a lot of theater. He tells me all about it. I do see a lot of theater. I love theater. I I also love theater. Uh, Yeah, sit down, John. The credits are super long. but then it's the overture, you said. Yeah. But then it is a little bit of a tease because I was like, well, this movie is going to have like seven minutes of credits. I only got like ten minutes left. Boy, oh, boy, that last seven minutes hurt. (laughs) I did the same (laughs) thing because it literally – I've never seen a movie freeze on the end and then just the the link stops. Boom, gone. (laughs) Yeah. It's over. I mean, old any movie before I don't know when why they changed it, but uh, if you watch like something like a Mad 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 World, mm-hmm. all the credits are at the beginning of the movie, and then it just ends. I think they used but, to do uh, that a lot back back in the day. I think that's the only way they did things. They front loaded the credits, and then because I Nobody's think people come to stay and watch. Right, you're this gonna know we had who cell the phone. We had digital clocks, and everybody's going off. Town Crier's got to give you the time. You didn't yeah. know. You didn't have a. You couldn't look at a wristwatch. And then you they a little started, bit of buffer. They started ending, uh, throwing the fucking deleted scenes at the end and shit, just so people would watch it. Yeah. So these stupid grips would stop complaining that nobody appreciates fucking, their work. If I'm we the don't best appreciate boy, it. Put my name up there. Tell everybody. I, re- the best I boy resent is. you we'll more. Put it you at the tech- end. Goddamn cinematographer. Who cares, Roger Deakins? I don't need your goddamn name. <laughs> I'm the fucking gaffer. You say it. I'll just watch the I'll just watch the end credit scene on YouTube when I get home anyway. So <laughs> shut up. I got things to I got to pee. I've been sitting here for two of, and a half hours watching the Guardians of the Galaxy fight at, monsters that I've never heard of. At the end of 1776, Samuel L. Jackson shows up and they are unkind to him. Oh yeah, they, no, it does not go the way you would hope. Mm-mm. They really stuck hard to that last uh, compromise. Mm-hmm. Very uh, bad. So so John Adams comes into Congress and he this guy is a bit of a rabble rouser. He's oh, yeah. mixing it up. There's a bunch of old dudes in wigs, or maybe you they're take young the boy guys. Boy out of Quincy, right? <laughs> Fellas, you can't take him, right? Dude, he comes in with big Wahlberg energy and he goes <laughs> up. To, hey, he. I want to get rid. He, of, I want to get out of Britain, kid. Dude, you, what? What are you talking? What are you talking about? We could have we could have independence whenever we want. I don't know why we're sitting here not being independent. Why we got to listen to Brick Britain? Hey, they're fine. I'm not mad. Why do you keep telling me I'm mad? <laughs> our, our flags are going to have big, beautiful, 13 shining stars. 13. <laughs> no of, more. That's fine. It's, it's great. It's an, <laughs> it's an even number. It's an even number. You're going to be a big star. You're going to be the big star. <laughs> a beautiful, a be- 13 beautiful shining stars. Um, that's John Adams as Dirk Diggler. <laughs> Dude, I would if if we do this, if Josh, if we can get your representation, which I hopefully maybe we can conference call tomorrow, if we can get this live, seventeen seventy six, I say <laughs> let's, you know, people are gonna say Stamos, they're gonna go get somebody with a voice. Yeah, we'll Reach do it shoot on the, the stars. We'll do it cheap. I say we get we get an actor from every uh, one of the original states. The actor has to be born in that place. Yep. So we get uh, <laughs> Mark Wahlberg for John Adams. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Knight, we could throw him in as John Hancock. Yep. Um, and then there's got to be a famous person from Georgia. 
Big Boy. We'll get Big Boy from Outcast can play uh, Dr. Lyman Hall. We've got Will Smith as Ben Franklin. Yes. Yes. Will Smith definitely is Ben Franklin. And I'm not even kidding. I think we actually should make the call tomorrow and pitch this because this is printing can please, money. Can you please see if Bruce Springsteen is available for the New Jersey role? Dude, if ABC is still in doing these stupid Disney family sing-alongs, we can get Will Smith to come on for a Zoom 1776 reading. <laughs> we'll sell money. We'll make up some food bank or some bit, and we'll just pocket all the cash. People will buy tickets to this. I'm not kidding. <laughs> They're gonna Lin buy Manuel, tickets to this thing he on TV. Puerto Rico. He's, he's not from, in it. He's from New York. Oh, then he can be uh, Lewis Morris. Look at that. That's great. He's gonna love it. He's gonna love it. Lin Manuel, he's gonna love it. Lin Manuel uh, in seventeen seventy six would be so confusing for people. They'd be like, <laughs> "This isn't Hamilton." You're sure this isn't Hamilton? <laughs> uh, I mean, well, you guys know obviously because you guys are both seventeen seventy six heads like me that uh, scheduled and goddamn coronavirus. Who knows? Uh, scheduled two thousand twenty one uh, opening uh, all female production of 1776 on broadway is that true yeah <laughs> uh i don't i don't recognize any of the actresses names that are in it but if you go to the wikipedia broadway 2021 crystal lucas perry is playing john adams wow are uh, they having one are they doing like the king george thing from hamilton and having one man play uh um thomas jefferson's wife no because they're they're women too oh it's all um, okay yeah, Abigail Adams is played by Allison uh, K. Daniel. Uh, I don't even. She's I'm looking so at these names. Pigeon-toed. Oh, she's very pigeon-toed, and that's not good. It's not fun to make fun of somebody for that. Um, so sit on John. Uh, my favorite song. I uh can often be found uh around my house uh, just yelling, "Somebody ought to open up a window." <laughs> it's a pretty There's fun too one. It, like many flies. It gets off to kind of a fun start, and then there's a good 45 minutes with no songs. Yeah, there's a good uh, it's kind of between, between well, you numbers. go, You go, you go, dude, yo, talk about an opening to an album. Sit down, John. Piddle, twiddle, and resolve. Not one damn thing gets solved. Then you got Till Then which uh, with John and Abigail, which is establishes... This is kind of a, a lame thing that would work way better in theater than it did in this movie, where they just put Vaseline around the edge of the yeah. camera and it's just like glamour shots of them talking to each other. Yep. And when she, you do that like, on stage, you can put them on either side of the stage and they can just talk out to the audience like they're talking to each other. Yeah. Right. Uh, it's, that is the lamest part of this the, movie, but that is my favorite song. The Saltpeter one? That's the one where uh, Saltpeter, pins, Saltpeter, pins. Yeah. Yep. And they come back to it. She, Abigail Adams appears like kind of as a, a almost like a dream, right? Like he's yes. projecting what she I would mean, be so, saying. Yeah. So they're famous. The Adamses were famous for writing letters to each other and also apparently keeping all of those letters, which until I watched Hamilton, I was unaware that people kept the letters. I just assumed you read it and then you fucking say, oh, well, that was dumb. Throw it away. But they kept the letters like, oh, no, we are famous. People are going to want to read these letters, which is kind of egotistical of John Adams and Abigail to think. <laughs> yeah, but it was also you, you a, buy whole books a of their letters. you couldn't text each other. Like, it was literally... I, I don't know about that, Bill. a connection between loved ones. Sean, can you have a soul for once in your 
I'm pretty sure I saw Roger Sherman texting somebody in this movie. Mm-hmm. And Thomas Jefferson, uh, John Adams certainly was sexting uh, Martha Jefferson. Cause all of a sudden, she's in Philadelphia, ready to bone down. But that was yeah, John. Ad- you're right. John Adams brought her over because they were like, yeah, dude. Th- Thomas Jefferson is too horny. Yeah, yo, Thomas Jefferson. A plot point in this movie was Thomas Jefferson was too horny to write the Declaration <laughs> <Jack> of Independence. <laughs> That's like a big point where he's like, I got to get home to my wife or I'm going to burst. And then John Hancock or John Adams was like, we got to get his Yo, wife. Dude, here. I got a bus too, but we got to do this. Like, yeah. And then John Adams brought his wife to Philadelphia from Virginia. And then he was too busy boning to write the declaration of independence. Uh, it rules so hard that this is played by Mr. Feeney. Yeah, John Adams, Boy Meets great. World. Yeah, 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 yeah. Really yeah. Good yep, yeah. Uh, one of his three pivotal roles, Feeney, John Adams in seventeen seventy six, Mister Feeney, and then the voice of David Hasselhoff's car. <laughs> uh, yeah. So you go sit down, John Piddle Twiddle, and resolve. Till then, it's literally it's twelve straight minutes of music. Yep. Then there's a little bit of break. Then they do one of my least favorite songs, which is the the hearily verily 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 way to follow himself stop Richard Henry Lee from Virginia <laughs> the guy he just loves yeah, it's just a, the Lee family it's a pun which also includes on... he no, th- different yeah, guy. no from the yeah. Civil War no Bill <laughs> <laughs> we haven't even done the Revolutionary War yet no I don't think he is the same well he is I a descendant you can prove me wrong I'm gonna assume that I'm right that's fair. Well, and there I is am no way. Wrong. He's the since all the records. I he just, is a direct des- Robert Robert E. Lee is a direct descendant of Richard Henry Lee, but they are not the well, same person. Not the same you know guy. what? If uh, ten years ago, if you had told me that, I might have believed you. But now nothing matters. The words don't. <laughs> I just oh, I just got a think text. I apologize. I just got a text from my wife who the other thing she told me when she said she wouldn't watch this movie, she went, just make a bunch of jokes about Hamilton. And she just texted me while we were recording and said, I heard you mentioned Hamilton. So now I feel vindicated. (laughs) Can you tell her, can you tell her to wait till the episode's released to listen to it, please? I don't. She's, she's listening to the part she cares about. (laughs) Yeah. That is literally more than my wife has listened to this podcast. So. Yeah, I, I don't even. My wife doesn't even talk walls. to me anymore. <laughs> um, but yeah, but, that uh, Lee song, that Lee song yeah. bites. It stinks. And then it goes, it goes thirty straight minutes, no songs. And I know it's thirty minutes because I was reading about the musical, and this is the first time in Broadway history where the orchestra, uh, the pit, was allowed to leave. Like the orchestra was allowed to leave the pit because it's the longest break between in a musical between songs no one has ever dared to put as much dialogue without underscoring without anything you could 1776 did you could go watch my fair lady in that dial in that break between songs so like this literally like no not even any like no no you can't dude you'd be undermining the words the words the poetry i don't even remember what happened during this part because i really only like the songs uh, ben, but uh, yeah, it's a long, it's a long haul where they're just bad. arguing about whether or not they should write the Declaration of Independence, and then they come back with the song about who's going to write the Declaration of Independence. Oh uh, yeah, like, that's all right, baby, I'm in. Stairs, 1776, right? you got me. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, 
That's a good time. They're um, passing the quill it is, up and down the stairs. Yeah, yeah, just like in Hamilton, a reference. We talked about it when we watched it. We had to stop Hamilton and rewind it to see if they were passing things or if everybody had a yeah. feather in their hand. Oh, no, the letter. When they were passing the letter up the letter. the top. Yeah, they do pass the letter. There's no chance that they are all holding Dude, the letter. I'm telling you, you can't chance it. Someone's going to drop a fucking letter and you're all going to look like bozos. No way. It's going to happen. Then, hey, you know what? That's, That's live theater, be the baby. That's going to the day that Mike lucky Pence something comes like that to happens. see this, and he's going to stand up, and he's going to walk out of Hamilton because they dropped a fucking letter. And we'll be denied yeah. our opportunity to, 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 yeah, to, I don't know, to <laughs> say something completely feckless or whatever the hell they did. God bless them. They tried. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Um, you're going you're gonna to hold the letter. Everybody gets their own the letter, other, so it looks like you pass them. The other, the other thing I remember from this is like there's like a lot of really dry technical arguing that I imagine was very based in history, and then every like ten minutes, Ben Franklin would just throw in a zinger that just Dude, ben crushes yeah. in Congress. <laughs> uh, I love. First of all, I love the minutia that they get into. All Ooh. for that. Love it. But I like I like movies that do that. Sean uh, loves the minutia. Ben Franklin can't get enough. I do love the minutia. Spotlight when they're just like we're just like yeah, just it's flip like through spot- those phone books. I, I love I Spotlight. Pe- I want to see people like, doing more. Spotlight Congress. is great. Spotlight is Let's, the most, uh, yeah, the most exciting movie that's that could be possibly made from people just like looking at folders and opening and right. closing them for two hours. Um, they, uh, what the hell was I gonna say? Probably something with Oh, yeah. Ben Franklin Ben Franklin is like snaggle pussy. <laughs> <laughs> like he's just got this kind of like it's like Paul Lind energy. Very Paul like, Lind energy. And and I know that Ben Franklin is was known for all of his uh I don't even I don't even know what what, he I don't even know what they the are, stove. like little expressions. I, he I, look. He's the original stand-up comedian. That guy was fucking unbelievable. But uh, you know, he he it, wasn't it, great when he hosted the Tonight Show. But if you saw him live, he crushed. Dude, yeah, no. He, when he was on SNL, it wasn't great. But like, <laughs> not everybody excels in the sketch format. But yeah, if you just see him when he's doing his theater tours, if you go see Ben yeah. Franklin, you got to see this guy fly a kite. On <laughs> you never saw a guy fly a kite like this. He went uh, electric. <laughs> the first guy. <laughs> boogie, woogie, woogie. <laughs> but yeah, Ben Franklin, he just is like sitting in the corner and they'd be like, we need a man with a stiff quill to write this. And he'd be like, well, I know such a man. <laughs> and then Congress just fucking loses their minds. <laughs> <laughs> or he'd just be like, hmm, a stiff member, all indeed. And everybody's like, <laughs> I can't believe you, Ben. You crazy for that one. Yep. Uh so then there's there's a call there's the yours 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 uh from John and Abigail Adams which I don't I don't even remember. And then we get the uh uh he plays the violin. Yep, I've so got that right now. As we talked about John Adams brings in Martha Jefferson to uh to uh have sex with his her husband so that he'll write the declaration of independence cuz nobody else wants when to. Thomas Jefferson picks up the violin and pretends to play it. No, they go up into his apartment and he's been sitting there for a week just like 
And they're like, so what's up? You've, you've had a week. Where's the most important document in the history of the United Colonies? You have, you've had seven days. You didn't produce excellence. And he's thrown, he's got drafts that he's thrown all over the floor and he's playing the violin like to clear his head. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And you just pick it up and it's like, we hold these doofs. Oh, jeez, <laughs> this guy screwed up. And Ben Franklin's like, oh, I've seen a sloppy draft, but this is ridiculous. Get King George. That's like the voice he's doing. <laughs> right. He comes in, Ben Franklin's taking a nap on the, uh, on the bed. And then William Daniels is like, ah, but, but Jefferson, Jefferson, you've, you've had seven days, Jefferson. Where's all the work, Jefferson? And Je- Thomas Jefferson, God bless him, uh, no characterization, no personality, <laughs> no. no charm. Truly, truly a white shadow in this film. <laughs> somebody that doesn't know what you're talking about, you really nailed it. I no clue. I nailed it, dudes. <laughs> At least two people listening to this podcast just lost their minds. Ken Reed. No, he doesn't listen. And uh, one is actually uh, the White Shadow, and the, then yeah, he's then listening. the kid that played Salami on the White Shadow. So then they show up, and then so they're up in the apartment when she shows up. Like it's just the most perfect timing. And wow, the uh, they're just Thomas Jefferson and his wife. Uh, played by the lovely uh, Blythe Danner, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's mama. Uh, they just start smooching for so long, and it's so uncomfortable. And then they're these two idiots are like, ah, uh, oh. John Adams. Like, like maybe they're gonna have like colonial swing parties <laughs> or something like that because they're just they're instantly both so horny. They're just like, ooh, hello. And uh, uh, I'm, I'm John, I'm John, I'm John Adams. And then Ben Franklin's tapping him like, uh, oh, don't forget me. I'm over, I'm over, uh, I'm over here too. Uh, and then they come back. Oh, John Adams sleeps, uh, on the goddamn stairwell and listens to them all night long, which is inappropriate. Very inappropriate. It's, it's unkind. It's, it's invasive. It was colonial time. And then Ben Franklin. Ben Franklin comes up like and listen. Ben Franklin. Ben Franklin finds him and he, he's just like, oh, not a bad idea. Oh, it should have been me. Yeah, this is weird. This is when they do uh, the dance. They're like, hey. Yeah, and then she comes out and she's like, oh, you're John Adams and Ben Franklin. I've heard of you. Do you guys want to go into my garden and dance for like ten minutes? <laughs> and and she then that's what they about, do. She sings about how good her husband Thomas Jefferson is. At playing the violin and then at the end of the song thomas jefferson is basically like get out of here i'm gonna fuck my wife again yeah i'm wondering if violin is euphemism for something if that's a metaphor but i can't i haven't quite cracked the code on this one i don't that's know how, violin strings were how long everyone's pubes were in colonial times <laughs> you needed a bow to get in uh, but when she when they show up and they she looks out the window and they call up to her. Like she doesn't even remember meeting them. And no. they brought no. they, She's like, we met. bring her there? <laughs> like they were like He wrote a letter so she yeah, came. And they Yeah. They're like, No, we uh Which also, by the way, historically in, completely inaccurate. She had just had a miscarriage and stayed in Virginia this entire time. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, We gotta sex yeah. up this movie though. What do we got? Martha Jefferson. We got, uh, we got we got a memory of Abigail Adams, one of the most puritanical uh, first ladies, uh, a progressive woman in her own right. But uh, uh, Chase, the Adams are known for being Chase. Pigeon toed is uh, a motherfucker, though. So pigeon toed, <laughs> dude. We can't 
We can't be showing this pigeon toe abroad up here. We're trying to sex sex sells. It's the seventies. We got Bonnie and Clyde. It's the new Ankles new Hollywood. Up. Ankles up, baby. Right. These we got mini skirts. What else we got? Martha <laughs> Gee, Jefferson. Oh yeah, Martha Jefferson. That's it. And then she sings the song, and then she's gone. They flew yeah. her out. I would. What a great part on Broadway to just come in, sing now, one was, song, was and then she be done. On, on the original cast on Broadway. No. no, 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 no. That was Betty Buckley. Betty Buckley. Why'd they ditch her? Played, uh, why, Martha they, Jefferson. why did they not let her be in it? Because she probably turned like 23 and they were like, ugh, gross. Let me oh. ask you, how much, how so much of this life. cast is the actual Broadway cast, would you say, percentage-wise? Uh, I would say any uh, most of the people with speaking parts, Abigail Adams, um, the dude from Rex Robin, no, the guy from South Carolina, who's that, Rutledge? John Cullum, he played... Uh, He's the one in the white pie. jacket. Enough of them. The South Carolina. And He's North the one that Carolina sings the, uh, oh, the, s- the uh, he sings molasses to rum, the, the slave song, song at the end, which, uh, yeah, Leak. dude, if only it Leak weren't song. about slaves. Um, then we get the next song. Oh, so then the next thing happens is they get dispatches from Washington that they're not doing well in the war or whatever. And so John Adams and Ben Franklin leave and then they sing a 10 minute song. Um. Yep. About how great it is that John Adams isn't there. It's called "Cool, Cool, Considerate Men." It's the one that's like Hosanna, yeah, Hosanna, and it's great. And they do a little dance, and they're all having fun, and they're talking about how great it is to be uh, free to be of rich Adams. and conservative and stuff. Yeah, always to the always right, to the right yeah. never to the left. Yep. Yeah. So here's this is this is the number that was not in the original release. So indulge me. I know I've I've, I've talked a lot, but this is. I, I thought this was interesting. You guys can tell me to fuck off. Fuck off. off. I, might, I might do it if you're right. Oh, cool. Uh, <laughs> hey, that's friendship, man. That's that's 32 years of friendship between you and I. 32 that's years, man. so old. Uh, yeah, we just look old. Mm-hmm. When So they still do this. Uh, you, guys, you guys have probably seen the original reading of Hamilton at the White House, like that yeah. goofy shit that they do. Whereas, like, the president has to pretend that he cares about art for, like, sure. 15 minutes every three years. So when Nixon was uh, president, 1776 was the hit Broadway show. And so they brought the cast to do, like, a stage concert version at the White House. And uh, they asked them, they said, can you guys cut uh, cool, cool, considerate men? And can you cut the Mama Look Sharp? The, the, That's the right song. after, right? That's, that's right song. after. And we'll we'll talk about that song in a minute because that also shouldn't be in the show at all. But yep. uh, cool, cool, considerate men they wanted to cut because of that to the right, to the right, always to the right. But the cast, William Daniels, uh, everybody in the cast was like super like politically active against the Vietnam War, against Nixon. They didn't want to go to do this show at the White House, but it's like tradition and all this stuff. And they said, no, we're not cutting anything. And so when they do that thing, they like, there's an article in the LA Times. They talked to the original director, and they said that when they performed that song, they like put like extra energy into it, and they hit all of the stuff, all the criticisms of like conservatism and stuff, and left and right, extra hard. And then they were just done with the number, and they're looking to Nixon to like get the cue of what to do next, whether people clap, because apparently. Even though it's completely innocent in modern terms, right? Like, if if you try to play this for Donald Trump, he, I don't understand. But I didn't get it. 
Yeah, they sing and they dance. This is boring. But Nixon took it to heart. He starts clapping. Everybody takes a release. They uh, Warner Brothers buys the rights to the movie. They do the same thing. They go, hey, could you cut this out? But this time it's because Jack Warner claims, uh, the president of Warner Brothers, that he's friends with Richard Nixon. He campaigned for Richard Nixon. Richard Nixon called and demanded that they cut that number from the movie. And then wow. while the director was on vacation, the studio went ahead and just took it out of the movie. And then they wanted to burn all the negatives of it so that they couldn't ever put it back in. But one guy kept it and it was like lost until they did a Blu-ray in 2012 or something Dude. like that. Oh, so can I just say something? Richard Nixon is to blame for the two hours and 45 minute runtime. This run is time. like the uh, Cousin Greg storyline in succession. I mean, minus all of the cruise ship yeah, rape. But yeah, but he kept the tape. Sure. He Almost. Kept, uh, he kept yes. the tapes. And then eventually. I mean, <laughs> succession. And then eventually when I the mean, Roy Bill... family wanted to re-release 1776. <laughs> I mean, I think, Bill, I think a more apt uh, Always be, to the uh, right. Richard Nixon taping him everything. That it's, uh, Yeah. They kept it and they have it, and that's why we watched it. But Richard Nixon tried to to fuck up this movie. I feel like he, he could have made it. a few. I feel like he could have made a few more cuts. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let's let's yeah. let's trim that thirty minutes of just straight dialogue in the in the Liberty Hall, and we'll Actually, cut that Mr. a little Nixon, bit. Can we leave yeah. this cut with you right now, and maybe you can watch it over the weekend? Cut forty five minutes out of it. <laughs> yeah. Just you get any more notes? Could you get it? Could you get it on the minute uh, hour forty five? Maybe. Uh, I think this song is good. I the I think the goofy dance they do in the middle like is kind of dumb. Pretty silly. Um, but when they you know they this is where they get like a lot of like the counterpoints and all that stuff, and it, it's pretty critical. There's like a point where he looks at uh, John Hancock, and they're trying to get John Hancock to go against Adams. And he's like, I hate him, but he's right. And then uh, there's a a line that uh, the dude from uh, John Dickinson says about how he's the guy from Pennsylvania that doesn't want a independency at all. Mm-hmm. It's about how people would rather protect the rich in hopes that one day they would be rich than come to grips with the fact that they're Man, poor. Man, that sounds familiar. Which is like, yeah, that's like the defining moment of our times. I call it like people like, they're like, I they vote like they're going to win the lottery tomorrow instead of voting for their own best interests, which is... Hey man, that's goddamn America. It's ingrained right in that Declaration of Independence. It is. We've we've seen it in the movie. Uh, that we're talking about in real time at this point. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, gonna be a two hour forty five minute podcast. Hey man, we're just excited to have a goddamn finally a real celebrity on the podcast. Wait, is he coming in later or she? No, Bill got cast in a George Washington <laughs> Toma commercial. That. He's gonna be. <laughs> We actually huge, got uh, John Travolta stopping by to talk about his new Quibi show. Uh, uh, Mama, Mama looks sharp. Mama looks sharp is the next <laughs> song, and that's the one where the the boy uh, when everybody leaves and it's just like the actual poor people in the room, and the kid from the war sings the song the to his mom. But, yeah, the little kid. Yeah, but the song sounds like way too modern. Like this would have been like an anti-Vietnam War song in 1969 like it just feels too it doesn't feel like a part of this show it's like got none of the characters that's that I, I think out of right here. 
we don't need like another like if you're bringing in a character to like knock out one song it better be just like a real showstopper right yeah dude i got 17 names in i've got 17 historical figures i'm trying to keep straight i don't need this little goofy orphan coming in here and ruining things yeah yep sean Um, historically hates orphans and that and as an orphan it affects me. me, me, me. I don't have a parent. Me. Shut Fuck up. It, dude. You're not an orphan if your parents um, die over the age of 18. Dude. You lost your mom when you were a boy. That's sad. Her. Your dad she died when died. you were in your Sean. 20s. I didn't lose her. She died. Oh, I, it's not like we went to the store. I thought store she left you at a Caldor. Well, that's, how, that's what happened I, to my you know, father, I, and I'm hoping he comes back at some point. <laughs> but that isn't what happened <laughs> with my mother. You know yeah. he died in that well, store. I'm hoping. You better hope they don't find him so you, yeah. we can continue to commit uh, voter mail-in fraud. It's going to be crazy when he does show up, though. Because I look uh, like the next song I also... both old men. All right. The next song uh, is The Egg, which is a song I hate. Which one's that? It's the one where they're they're arguing about uh, whether the bird should be the eagle. Oh, yeah. Uh, the yeah. Turkey, turkey or the... Yeah. Or the, the yeah. dove. The what dove. did he say? Yeah, I don't like this song, but pretty silly. It's pretty hey, silly. It nails all the uh, famous birds in America. We, we got, got them turkeys, all, man. We, we got, got get them in and there. We got doves. This is what it sounds like when doves cry, fellas. If only they could have got the Roadrunner in there, we would have really hit the Meet all me. the, all the <laughs> big bird. Uh. And then we get, uh, so then they go back in, they decide, they read the Declaration of Independence. Everybody's, then now they're doing all the, the 400 or whatever revisions. And at no point does it show uh, them doing the, the map on the back that Nicolas Cage winds up finding hundreds of years later. Right? Yeah. Did. When did they draw that? I, I'll tell you what surprised me about this. I didn't know all these guys were white. I had a, I had a feeling. I saw I saw Hamilton <laughs> and I was shocked when I saw. Like, this. Wait a minute! This yeah. is ridiculous. This it's is very inaccurate representation of history. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, no Alexander Hamilton to be found in this musical. None. So that's, and he wrote the Declaration of Independence. Suspicious. And he he, he formed the first bank, I think, or something. Performed the first bank. Yeah. He performed the, the first founded. bank. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he, performed he performed the first in bank. In the first bank. That's a he did skateboard. An open mic. No, no, no. Uh, I'm he sorry. He ran no, no. an open the, mic the bank in the is first a... bank ever in America. The, this is, Two, we're, we're talking about Dick Darty's Bean Town Comedy nights. Vault at this point. Right? Yeah, yes. Sunday nights. It was, it was a bringer. No, you did the, yeah, Sunday nights. I hosted it one time, uh, Josh, in probably 2011. You must have hosted mm-hmm. it more than and then, one time. I was late. No, I, I, I didn't. They only had me host that once because I think I did a very oh, bad job. I remember that. And they didn't pay. And they only got paid 50 bucks, so it wasn't really worth going back in. Uh, but uh, guess who was on that open mic? Josh Gondelman. Bill, Bill? stupid-ass hey, McMorrow. Are you talking to me? No, was Josh, was on, Josh was on my uh, my first talk show that I ever did. Oh, yeah. Josh was Josh at was Improv the guest. Boston. At Old Improv at Boston. At Improv Boston. He did his, his classic. And uh, I don't... Which album is the... It's uh, Christopher Walken as Willy Wonka bit. I don't think he made it to the album. Oh, that's a shame. That, this we, we're talking... Could we, could, we, could we talk to Christopher Walken real quick? Uh, nope. Okay. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> I 
I like <laughs> I used to think I was like kind of good at that impression, which like still isn't worth doing on stage. And then I tried oh, it within the last couple stage, years. And was Josh. Like, what was I? This isn't stage. This is what a safe spot. You can do it. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> no 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 i would i would i would probably hit him pretty hard i gotta tell you this is probably the least safe spot to do that i know impression. you hate i like forget that i ever did this bit until you bring it up when i when whenever i think of like ah oh, josh goneman successful comedian i don't get it his only bit is the christopher walken <laughs> <laughs> we've been friends for 19 years and that's the only joke i know Oof. it's the only it's one not I true. Remember. i'm a big fan i'm a big fan um in theory yeah on paper. i'm I'm better in theory i'm better on uh, paper for sure oh yeah no uh the name of uh the, the uh, josh is a, pu- a published author and uh, i go to my favorite bookstore target all the time i can't i haven't found it on the shelves yet but one day i'm gonna <laughs> one day it's gonna be in there um yeah, molasses to rum. Dude, this song, bangs. It's it's bleak. It's a it's, it's a bleak song. Dark baby, dark. Because they're like, because they're and like. Guess what? The show never comes back up. Nope. Because <laughs> they're like, oh, Massachusetts. Yeah, you think like, your hands you are so clean with slavery? Is. They hate us. Yeah, dude, brutal. Brutal. But it's such a good song. Uh, that's about uh, keeping slavery. When he gets up on the table and he Probably. starts doing that like whip dance, dude. Ooh, molasses to rum. Uh, and then and also, uh, they, hey, uh, we so that we dealt with the great molasses flood shortly after this. That was maybe a. Maybe I mean, more you know, shortly. probably 50, 60, maybe a couple hundred years, 50, 60 years, <laughs> couple, a couple yeah. hundred years later. No, a couple hundred years. Yeah, probably uh, a couple hundred, was that like yeah, that, early nineteen hundreds, right? Like a hundred, fi- yeah. hundred fifty years later. Just had the hundred. Oh yes, it was nineteen eighteen. Was it? Yeah, nineteen 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 or nineteen eighteen. I can't remember. Nate Johnson is a, a Boston molasses flood uh, aficionado. He knows yeah. everything to know about it. All seven. I facts. wish there was a movie made about <laughs> it so we could do an episode and we could have Nate on and talk about molasses movie. I, I'm sure that there's a, there's a good Mark story Wahlberg to be told. I made a movie about that yet where he's like, hey, don't worry about it. I know how to get I can outrun Malak. Well, you do it, Sean, because I can't. Dude, all we gotta, all we got to tell him. Oh. Dude, you're telling me Al-Qaeda blew up a molasses factory in downtown Boston and we didn't even make a movie about it yet? I got to get Peter Berg on the phone. We got to make this movie. Mark Wahlberg. Yo, Peter said- Berg, director of Patriot's Day. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we got to make, we got to make molasses, man. Mark Wahlberg swears up and down that if he had been in that factory, he would have stopped the molasses flood. Oh, I would have punched that molasses right in the face. I would have said, get back in your container. What are you doing? I would have eaten it all up. I would have just drank it all. Molasses is yummy. I would have imbibed it. The macros in there? It's ridiculous. Wake up. I do my 2 a.m. workout. I drink five (laughs) gallons of molasses. I do my 4 a.m. workout. I pray for six hours. It's 11 a.m. I pray that God gives me more molasses floods to me over drink them up. I'm not mad. One time they sent me down to the Gulf of Mexico because there was an oil spill and they told me it was a molasses spill. I drank all the oil. I love molasses. When Moses potted the Red Sea of molasses for the Jews, I wouldn't have done that, but Moses did. I would have drank nah, the molasses. I would have potted. I would have drank that molasses up. I would have given it to them Jews. Hey, Jews. I just drank all your molasses. Flee. Get out of here, Jews. 
Hey, streets closed. Marathons today, guys. <laughs> you, if you, you think I've never said get out of here, Jews, before? You're out of your mind. Yeah. I'll tell. <laughs> nope, I can't. And uh, I always want to. I always want to reference the one thing that you're not supposed to reference. What's that? I apologized to that guy when I blinded him when I was a teenager, and I gave oh, him a yeah. bunch of molasses. <laughs> said i'm sorry you can only you can you can't see you can't see depth very well anymore here are a number of buckets of molasses <laughs> a number of buckets <laughs> honestly i invited it to my restaurant it's called Wahlburgers. i wanted to call it molasses right. but greater boston's first molasses themed restaurant my brother chucky Wahlberg won't let me make a molasses chucky. burger i don't understand <laughs> i go in there they go mark what do you want anything it's on us it's on me, Donnie, the the line cook, and Chucky Wahlberg, the owner and operator of Wahlburgers. What do you want? And I go, just a cup of molasses, that's all. And they don't even have it on the menu. And then Chucky calls in sick, and we got to call Donnie. He's got to come in and work the grill. If it was possible to punch a Wahlburgers so hard that I could blind it in one eye, I would do it for not having molasses on the menu. That's all that I was saying that day. The guy kept going like, why does it smell everything and I'm not slipping? It smells out here and I'm not slipping. I said, that's because they put molasses on the roads and I popped them in the eye. Be smarter, that's all. Don't be so stupid. Here's a lifetime supply of Wahlburgers. I'll tell you what. It's not, look, the crimes I did, they're not hate crimes. I did them out of love for molasses. That's what it is. I hated doing the crimes. I hated doing the crimes. But I love molasses, and I you can't disrespect so molasses much. so much. Drake coming next summer. People thought when I was arrested for committing hate crimes against African American teenagers in my hometown that I was yelling the N word. All I was doing was just offering those boys cups of molasses. They didn't understand. Okay, that might get cut. All right. Anyway, it's probably not because uh, that's why is very lazy. <laughs> yeah, and also we've been recording for an hour and a half no one is listening uh, we get uh, one song from John and Abigail Dude, Adams too many called songs Compliments from John and Abigail too many songs uh, they sing about pins again uh, in this one I don't no I this don't is when the so. saltpeter finally shows up she sends also, the saltpeter and they sing a song to each other with the uh, the glamour shots yeah. glaze yep it's also by this point in the movie, it's like nighttime and the whole screen is dark like a Christopher yeah, Nolan yeah. Batman movie. Yes, it's too dark. This it's, this movie has been completely technicolor brightness, almost like like a throwback to like like an old Disney documentary about the like the Hall of Presidents or something. Yeah. And then they get real dark and then he crawls up into the the uh, the bell tower to sing it. Feel like he's gonna jump to his goddamn death. Fellas. That's well. That's because he knows he's going to be played by actual hunchback Paul Giamatti in the HBO miniseries. Okay, Look, and I uh, can't, I can't, <laughs> I can't speak ill of a fellow Showtime employee. Think, so, oh, true, 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 true. You got to get that guest <laughs> on billions. Yeah. Look, they they booked many other New York City comedians to be that's on billions. True. We have friends that are on billions. Our friend friend of the show Dan Soder. Friend of the show, Dan Soder. I, the I show. could text him if I wanted to. I wouldn't because that would be weird. I'd have to reintroduce myself. But. <laughs> Friend of the show, Mike Berbiglia. Is he on Billions too? He's on Billions, baby. 
Oh, he was on. Oh, he's on Orange is the New Black. That's not a Showtime. Nah, that's Netflix. Uh, billions. Maybe I'll that. watch that someday. No. Uh, is anybody there? And then the finale of this thing, even on the album, I listened to the Broadway uh, original Broadway cast recording. The finale oh, is on the, this is the, uh, the CD. Up and it's just. A- <laughs> <laughs> Forgiveness. Yeah, it ends with. Do you remember? It ends. Ab- Can you imagine? Even Abigail Adams just opens up a letter and she just makes a love weird face. me anymore. <laughs> Do you hear the people sing? And then Tommy Lee comes out um, on the drum set and it does the rotation. There's I wrote down a lyric from this finale. It's John Adams singing alone in Congress, right? He's singing by himself, basically. Yep. And he says there will be hell to pay in fiery purgatory, which is not how that works that's not what the, the like purgatory yeah. is oh, not yeah. fiery hell is fiery purgatory uh, mundane uh i don't know he might have been some kind of weird calvinist or yeah baptist maybe. or some nonsense we're like Cal- um, purgatory is worse than hell because you can't work <laughs> or whatever <laughs> you're just on the bench you can't put in a day's labor <laughs> at least if i'm working in the service of satan i'm at least i still have purpose Mm-hmm. Just d- brimstone, d- uh, an honest day's sweat. <laughs> right. <laughs> Honestly, I, I watched the first episode of uh, the HBO miniseries today just to like, uh, to, just because I, I I had read the book, uh, the John Adams, David McCullough book, like I don't yeah. know, when I used to read books. Um, And then I never, I, I read, I bought the book when the miniseries was coming out. I was like, I got to read the book before I watch the miniseries. And then I was just like, oh, this is, too much John Adams. I'll watch this thing in 20 years. I got to go um, back to school and, and take uh, a history class before I read the book, before I watch the miniseries. It's like it's like Game of Thrones compared to 1776. It's like you watch 1776 <laughs> and it's so like this is the ultimate. Uh, yeah, we're wrapped up. They signed the Declaration of Independence and then uh, all like the exciting parts of the Revolutionary War and the founding of the country are uh, omitted. Uh, we're really focused on uh, these month leading up and to the did, declaration they of did have that like two minute conversation about yeah well maybe we don't uh do anything about slavery right now yeah yeah like, they had that argument just, we'll do it yeah at some point uh, we'll i wish it. they should have done the stand by me uh or no the animal house credits at the end of this thing where it's like go through show tell yeah. me what happened what who is josiah they, bartlett they what truly... happened to that pirate from rhode island they truly, at the end of the film, the bell rings to signify that it is now July 4th, and yep. then it just freeze frames on the Declaration of Independence itself. End of movie. I think that's a, I think that is a, like a famous uh, painting that they're like recreating. Yeah. Because yeah. they're all, they're yeah. all standing yeah. in completely unnatural positions. But you see them yeah. like as they um, move into it. Yeah, but then they freeze. Like John Adams gets into position, he locks, and then it's like there's like three more minutes because there's like seventeen other guys that got to yeah. sign the paper, but he's just still frozen. Like he's like one of those statues in Faneuil Hall, like the guys that pretend to be statues, and you go up to yep. him and you're just like, oh, yep. oh, <laughs> it's the How you do that? Comedy club, boom, we're hitting all the no, callbacks. Yep, yep, yeah. That's yep. the the actor that played the statue that's of Norm that's at the bar at the fake Cheers. 
incredible. This guy is incredible. He never moves. <laughs> Uh, and then uh, it's over, and it's over, and it goes right to black. The end. Hey, that was that was we one scene it. I just wanted to touch on is when the the fucking fire wagon scene. <laughs> when yeah, Congress just fucking <laughs> busts out of session to go watch the fucking fire. Not yeah. only to rush out of set, they they run out of there like Woo-hoo! like Chappelle dropped a new <laughs> yeah. special, and it's like, dude, Chappelle, dude, Chappelle dropped a special. We gotta go, and they're like, whoosh. They drop everything to go look at a fire truck. <laughs> they're like five-year-olds that way. <laughs> they hear a siren and they're like, oh my gosh, I got to see. They also, they kind of bring this up. It mostly drop it pretty quickly. But the first song, they hate Congress. Like everyone in Congress is just singing about how oh, shit yeah. Congress is. John Adams comes yeah, in telling like, lawyer jokes at the beginning of it. Yeah. and they're just I mean, like, to be hate, fair. We hate Congress. It, we love fire trucks. It's it's uh it's very impressive that these completely uneducated, unhealthy men were able to pull off what they pulled off. Like they had Greatest to travel by horse for everything. In human history. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually they should have called it Washington's Thirteen. <laughs> right. <laughs> Jump right to the, the the third in the trilogy. Well, I just went by the number of colonies. <laughs> oh, that's true. Damn it. That's a much better joke than I give you credit for. <laughs> it would have been, I think, to me, it's funnier if I jumped to Ocean's 13. <laughs> I was like, Ocean's 13? He doesn't know about 12 and 11? Is that wait, the, wait, there's an Ocean's 12 and 11? Next thing you know, that you're going to tell me there's a B-movie one. <laughs> Dude, I'm not joking. When I was a kid, I had only seen the never-ending story part two. I didn't know that there was a never-ending story. It seemed like the first one should have ended. How can you have, uh, how do you have a part two of that? I thought it was like a Leonard part six type thing. You're always coming back to the Cosby. I love him. I miss him. <laughs> I can't Dad is great. He gave us the chocolate cake. <laughs> yeah. I'm, the, I'm, the, I'm the one. I say the controversial things. You know what I mean? I'm trying to get those uh, that um, we're trying to get on the Kumia network. So if you just go with this, we're really... <laughs> You're the guy who's like, bring back Cosby. <laughs> He's the guy. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm just saying, I think we didn't, we we did not completely wrap up Ghost Dad. What? what? Mom's going to die too. And then we got Ghost Dad and Mom. You're telling me these sequels write themselves. We got to talk to your agent tomorrow, Josh. I think we can start selling stuff. I would sooner drop my agent in a text then pitch her ghost mom <laughs> also starring bill cosby i would come i would text my agent out of the blue and be like i'm sorry we can never work together again you can't know why rather than tell her that i have to pitch her ghost mom bill's real good at photoshop i don't even think you need to text anything i think we just get felicia rashad and we put her on the poster of ghost dad and we just fire that thing off it's self that might itself. be the picture next week oh no <laughs> it'll be us as bursting out of the egg as an eagle and then josh just in the corner is bill cosby ghost dad i hate it yeah guys so apparently this is how america was made and there was a lot of singing and everything worked out yeah, and uh, and uh, seventeen seventy six has never been invoked any other time. It's just thought of as a quaint Americana musical, and it's been pretty good. Yeah, but, the the last time anyone ever wrote a musical about this story. Uh, 
I love, I love, uh, uh, do you remember that clip of um, uh, Alex Jones on, I think it was Pierce Morgan, where he starts losing his mind about, like, they're talking about gun control, and he starts losing his mind. He's like, oh, if you try to take my guns, there's going to be another 1776. Yeah. yeah. Let's take those hey. guns, man. If that guy's promising me a, a new 1776, a sequel to this musical, this, I'm in. That was that was just Alex Jones prophesying Hamilton. <laughs> right. <laughs> and they're gonna be played by uh, 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 people of color, and they're gonna be doing the rap. Doing the rap. <laughs> there's gonna be there's gonna be references to the notorious B.I.G. and Mob Deep that most of the people in the audience will not g- ever get. <laughs> and there'd be references to the musical 1776. Only one that I could ever find, but it's in there. Hey, do you think that Rhode Island is the handing over of the? the no, club? it's when he says, "Sit down, John, you fat mother," and then they Sit beep it down. out. There's oh, a lot yeah. of Hamilton. Sit down, John. You, f- you, you think it's reversed? You think, <laughs> you think 1776 was calling their shot? They were like, someday somebody is gonna want to use these little Easter eggs we put in here. That's the real national treasure. You know what I mean? It wasn't. Uh, there's not a map to treasure on the back of the Declaration of Independence. It's Thomas Jefferson laying out the notes to the, <laughs> the story plots of beat by beat of Hamilton for Lin Manuel. It's actually a rough draft of. Uh, That's what Nicolas Cage was looking for in Mount Rushmore. Was the original script to 1776? The rough draft. Yeah, Lin Manuel a genius. Sure. He got a MacArthur grant. He was able to write Hamilton the musical. Let me see you try to write National Treasure the musical without your fucking <laughs> MacArthur grant or whatever. Wait, Guggen- <laughs> Guggenheim, without your your cabinet spending. Your appropriations from Congress. What's happening now? <laughs> I don't, dude. It's so tired. Hey, before we, I worked all before day. Before we wrap it up, can you just tell me? I worked. What was up with day. that dude's thing on his face? That Caesar guy. Did he get shot I'm in the face with a musket? Did I lose you? No, oh, no still... he specifically says he's got cancer, oh. Bill. I think you would be more sensitive Does he to say that. Say that out loud. What happened? Yeah, he's got skin cancer you know, on his face. The, the gentleman old guy, did. The gentleman got, like, did the not. Band-aid. On his uh, face, in it. His name was. He's the guy that he rushes back in from Delaware at the last moment. Oh, they yeah. send like the Scottish guy to go get him. Um, because he wants to die at home I like a gentleman. He took a cannonball through. And the they were face. like, "No, we need this guy for the votes." Oh, you, you thought he? You thought he was doing the uh the goddamn Civil War yeah, wound, Boston. where his hat's heads all wrapped in gauze. Yeah. No, no, I think he had skin cancer or something because they reference cancer, and. uh and uh, what a fun note to end the right. pod on. We lost that guy. Uh, actually, we lost them all. Everybody in this show is once, dead. Once, John Adams is not alive. Yeah, they're again, they're all dead now. I didn't yeah. lose them. So please. John, Abigail Adams, they're all, they're all done, though. John Hancock, no more. Still yeah. got the building, though. Um, Still got the building. So we'll always have that. I bet all of the people in this show have uh, unnecessary buildings named after them. <laughs> I bet there's oh, not yeah. a character. It's either it's either a college or a town or a building. No doubt, absolutely true. Uh, I don't know Hancock. He settled for a building. I don't know how he fucked that up, but well, he's got a whole insurance for name. It. it is a big building though for Boston. That's true. It is big. It is big. Uh, yeah, that's it. That's seventeen seventy six. Uh, I don't. Uh, I got nothing else for you guys. Shit. You want to just hang out for another two hours or what? Um, Hell yeah, I'm in. Do you guys want to write uh, I hope you had a, uh, a 1976 musical celebrating the 200th yeah, you, anniversary of this great country right before everything fell apart? You want to you write, we'll do a bicentennial? 
How about we do we we'll do bicentennial man? I got a music. couple. Uh, <laughs> I got a couple songs about Vietnam That'll I've been working on that I, I that I want to cram into a show. If you try to pitch me that you wrote for what it's worth one more time, I'm not going to hear it. You did not write that song. That's Buffalo Springfield, and you know it. <laughs> you don't know. You don't. Dude, you can't hear Bill. Did you anymore. Google from my from my phone? Sean likes to Google songs from the '60s before we do an episode. I don't Google it. I watch my favorite uh, DVR infomercial. Time Life presents songs of the protest era. Sean, what are we doing next week? Uh boy, oh boy, uh, guys. <sighs> Dip your hand in some uh, cannon metal or whatever cannon the hell this fauna. kid did, and bronze your hands. Oh, that's next week. Johnny, <laughs> I'm so excited. Johnny Tremaine's coming in to bitch smack these goddamn Johnny Tremaine. Uh, burn uh, your hands off, kids. <laughs> burn them off. He's for coming America. in. The original, the original Iron Man's coming in to just smack <laughs> the shit out of Great Britain. <laughs> He's breaking jaws left and hey, right. Sometimes you have to do it if you're trying to. Build something new. You got to break down. No joke. Johnny Johnny Tremaine hand has been a comic reference for me as long as I've been doing. When I was doing sketch comedy in college, people were like, "You can't keep putting Johnny Tremaine jokes in here. No one knows what that is." Just a kid, a poor poor Paul Revere's assistant or something. He dips his hand in yeah. molten metal and he <laughs> disfig horribly disfigured. And he just goes around chopping people's heads off with his razor sharp hand. <laughs> The original Wolverine, Johnny Tremaine. <laughs> Chopping people's heads up with his razor sharp hand. Uh, man, if you guys made it an hour and 50 minutes into this podcast, you just got a real goddamn lesson on how to do comedy from one of the one of the great masters, Sean Sullivan. <laughs> Josh, happy to teach you a thing or two tonight. Bill, always a pleasure yes. to talk to you. Been Thank you for having me. Next week it's Johnny Tremaine. Listen to uh look, if if you're listening to our podcast, you already listen to Make My Day. So unsubscribe oh, to actually, Josh's podcast and re- don't do that. Before we and leave, then resubscribe and then uh, Hell before yeah. we leave, Josh, uh we like to wrap all of our episodes up by uh we we each give a oh, pep shit, talk. Oh shit, I was supposed to do this. Fuck. We each give a pep talk to uh somebody. It's something unique that sets us apart from all the other podcasts. Uh yeah, and you, 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 uh, you won the most points ever. So, <laughs> it took me a couple episodes to realize that that the points not necessarily real. No, you're they, at some kind of a you're looking at some kind of a shot, quiz show scandal pers- in the future, Josh. Is the well, high score? This time uh, the Jews win. That's what I know. It is. I I'm in favor of the the Jewish guests, and they get more. It's a points. very it's a very fun podcast, Josh. I like it. <laughs> It's the most the most Semitic anti Semitic thing I've ever heard. It's true. Well it's that was a quiz show, right? They they wanted John Turturro. Oh yes, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. They wanted R- Ralph Fiennes had to come in and uh he was more waspy. Yeah. Quiz shows Ameri- that's uh that's a coming attraction, attraction, ladies and gentlemen. We're gonna get to it. America twenty twenty two. America can't fucking handle a Jewish quiz show champion. <laughs> what a dark time in our history. Hey, nothing's name changed, it, guys. It. Nothing has changed, right? You know what I mean? Ken Jennings, man. It wasn't supposed to be him. It's supposed to be Ken Goldman, but then Ken Jennings, they had to pop him in instead. It's unfair. <laughs> it's unfair. I don't even know if what I'm saying is offensive anymore. <laughs> do your bit talk, Bill. Do your bit. Hey, do right. the stupid bit. Yeah. I can't hear Bill at all. He's like I haven't been able to hear him for like five minutes. 
Yeah, that's that's how he does. <laughs> that built talking into your recording microphone not going to help us I hear swear you. Oh god, I'm going to fucking <laughs> kill you, Sean. All right. Are you going to do a pep talk? Oh, okay. Are you just queuing it up? You're going to make me look the you fool. You are what if the I fool. Spent two you hours writing so a pep talk. Foolish. You were supposed to do this All whole right. thing, and you blew it. You blew it. Our first time watch we Jesus got industry and over here, and you fucking blew right. it. Watch, watch Jesus and Mero on Showtime. Follow Josh on Twitter at Alex Elliman, and uh, <laughs> listen to his podcast. Make my day. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Rate review uh, the the balcony something. Balcony Boy Show. People are actually going to listen to this. That's yeah. the problem. Well, Balcony Boy Show at gmail.com. Balcony I mean, Boy Show on social medias. <laughs> you plugged your email you before your social your media. Email, you fucking idiot. Dude, I only, I only measure the success of a podcast by the amount of emails that we get, and we're up to three. So. If everybody that's listening to this right now could email me and just justify <laughs> that I set up a second, I set up the security protocols in case I lose the password for the Balcony Boys Show email, I could get them easily. Please make sure those efforts yeah, weren't in vain. Yeah, this doesn't even go on the internet. This is just me and Sean emailing files back and forth. Yeah, yeah. And then I asked my wife, do you want to, is this the one? This one you want to listen to? She goes, no. Nah, no. Not interested. She doesn't want to listen to this one. Uh yeah, wash your hands. I don't know. All right, come Bye. back for the karate kid next week. <laughs>